<laughs> fuck they, you, they, feature Eddie. They know accounting yeah. too. They're ready. Yeah, they're like, fuck. they're like, let's do this shit. It was so funny. Yeah, it was so funny because when Chris was telling me about it, and like he was just like, we're trying to do this shit, and like I was like grunting and groaning at everything because I'm like, fuck. Before I didn't care that much because I was like, ah, it'll work itself out, and now I'm like. Well, <laughs> here, yeah. we, here we are. You're going to start taking notes now, motherfucker. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Fucking Saturday, uh, Eddie and I sat down for like the better part of, what was it, almost three hours? I think it was like close to three hours. It, yeah, because I it jumped felt, off a yeah. call and you guys were still going. Yeah, it sure as hell uh, go- felt like three hours. Going over fucking podcast bullshit in audacity. That's... I can't wait to see if this comes out tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no, this shit ain't coming out tomorrow. Oh, it's, it's coming out Wednesday. No, 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 maybe. No, no. <laughs> I am determined. I am determined keep our, to keep our uh, Tuesday schedule. We'll see. Yep. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. I mean, even with you legit. Okay, so legitimately, since we pushed to today, stop. You do stop have for one Wednesday. fucking second. I will kick you. I will fucking kick you. Chat knows who the fuck I'm talking about. I will fucking kick you. The next you don't time, even look, mm. I look more like Jack Black with my glasses off than you do. No, I, we also no, look like the same fucking person. There, no, there's the, sometimes, yeah, there's sometimes the, the, where it's just like someone who. I've had somebody literally hold up their phone with a giant picture of Jack Black and put it to my fucking face. There's two people that I have been compared to. One of them I don't really see. One of them is, there's, I don't remember his first name, but there's the Vlog Brothers. They're the Green Brothers. And they're just like, if I've got my glasses on, if I'm dressed nice, and if I have my hair a certain way, especially when I was skinnier, they'd be like, are you cosplaying as one of the Vlog Brothers? And I'm just like, no, this is my face, sir. But then I'll have, like, the random people come up and take their phone and put it up to my face. The guy who makes my fucking Mofungo. We've got this Dominican and Puerto Rican food truck right around the corner of my house that fucking uh, took this place of the seafood joint. And I'm just driving up, getting ordering my shit. And he comes up to me. He's like, you look like a celebrity. And I'm just like, please, God, no. And Love I'm just you, like, the money. <laughs> and he's just like, no, no, no. It's, it's a, do you mind if I come back in a second? And he comes back with his dad because his dad runs the fucking food truck. And he says something in Spanish. He's like, Jack Black, see? I'm just like, God damn it. I want my shit for free. <laughs> I want my shit. <laughs> the, the thing about it was, is like when you posted that, when you posted that, I was just like, I, I said the same thing. I was like, I don't see it. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. However, there are certain expressions and facial expressions that you do that I can see Jack Black doing or has done. You know what I mean? So without the glasses and all that stuff and you doing your like lean back and the type of face, your O face, I guess, maybe. My O face? My yeah. O face? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, I'm just glad it's not me because in high school they all said I looked like Jack Black. So, But I also had long hair back then too, so. So you got the school of rock, Jack Black. What's I got, it? yeah, I got. That's around the school of rock, yeah. Yep. Uh, no chat. I, yes, I've been to the place called Mofungo over near the Epic Food Hall, and it is quite good. It is very, very good. So, uh-huh. anyway, I love an icebreaker. <laughs> that is an icebreaker. Let's go into the real That's icebreaker. It. Good night, everybody. Thank you and good night. <laughs> so, uh, well, boys, uh, it is that time of year again. And no, I don't mean fucking Christmas. I mean 
Christmas for video game nerds. The E3 season is upon us. And, uh, yeah. That's got, we got a bunch of shit happening next week. Uh, what, if you go over to E3's website right now for audio listeners, I think they have a full schedule. I think shit starts on June 12th is what I'm seeing here. Uh, actually it starts on the 10th. So I've got a little schedule up here that I'm going to share with the chat real quick. But from the way that it looks is Thursday is Summer Games Fest with uh, Jeff Keighley. Friday, June 11th, we've got the Netflix Geeked Week, which I'm not expecting jack shit from that. The IGN Expo, which is just going to be a bunch of fucking uh, old talking heads talking about how they hate video games and shit. Um, Then Saturday, when things like really start picking up, you've got Gorilla Collective, uh, Wholesome Direct, and Ubisoft Forward coming out with shit. Uh, Also, Gearbox and Devolver Digital. Uh, I'm interested in that one. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, June 13th, we've got Xbox and Bethesda the first time they're actually like standing side by side. Uh, Square Enix, which I am expecting to be a very good show. The PC gaming show, which is just a bunch of random fucking bullshit. Future game show, which I don't know what that means. Just games that are coming out from not a publisher. Uh, and Warner Brothers Games, which... I think that this one's going to be very, very interesting, at least like for the shit that I care about, um, because I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll talk about like what we're expecting later on. So uh, Monday, June 14th is Take Two, Capcom, Mythical Games, Freedom Games, and Razor. Uh, Tuesday, the 15th is Nintendo Direct Treehouse, Bandai Namco, Eureka Games, GameSpot, and the E3 Awards. And then Wednesday, June 16th is the Steam Next Fest, which ends on June 22nd. So it's, it's roughly about five, six days. It's a whole damn week, man, isn't it? Well, no, yeah, damn near. Well, yeah, so... I mean, E3 usually is. Well, so E3, like, the showcases are typically, um three days they usually happen from like noon to night and this is the first time that i'm noticing that everything that's going on here is a is roughly a four hour window in the morning for us a lot of this shit is happening like probably because of covid maybe i don't know i think that they're trying to be more global centric because the the boys over across the pond in england uh, they they used to have to like wait until the next day to find out what happened at E3, and now it's only a five hour difference, so that they can go ahead and look at. I, I know, I know you don't. It's it's, it's called the internet, sir. The internet. <laughs> it's called the internet. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. It just I, I this is a digital event, right? From what I understand, yes. Yeah, I so don't that's... think that this is a public event. I'm pretty sure that this is a uh, a digital event. Yeah, it just. I feel like there's a shitload of things going on here for E3 and some things that I honestly don't understand, like the whole Netflix Geek Week thing. Like I said, I already saw the one thing that I'm excited for and Jean-Claude Van Damme apparently is coming out with a new movie on there. Why? So let's go. It, why not? All right. Why? You respect the man. <laughs> you respect the man. Because uh, <laughs> okay. of money. Why did Why did uh, Mayweather fight Paul? No, oh, money. God. Mayweather is one of the I hate, I don't like Mayweather as a boxer, but that motherfucker knows how to make money. He, That's all I'm gonna he, say. He went the distance, dude. I bro, so I know we're side. I'm sorry. V3. Yeah, I'm elaborate. Sorry. Elaborate, Jack Black. No, fucking <laughs> Mayweather knocked that boy out 
and then smacked him in the back of the head and was just like, you got to stand up. You have yeah, to stand up. Paid, I'm bro. trying to get paid. Stand yeah. the fuck up and woke his bitch ass up. That, bro. That clip of him, of uh, Paul Logan Paul, like, doing these huge, like, I, all this boxing I know is from Epo, and I know that was bad form. <laughs> That's all I know. Well, well, hold like, on. Even Epo teaches you, like, let, that's bad let's, for Let's clarify something first. It was Jake Paul that boxed, right? Not Logan no, it was Paul. Logan Paul. It was Logan Paul. It was Logan. I was right. the younger one. I, I can't see. I can't remember. I, I, They were asking me about it, like, who am I going for? And I thought it was the other one that was boxing. I didn't know both of them boxed. Both of them suck? Yeah, both of, like, them, <laughs> both of them box, apparently. And I had said, yeah. like, I was just like, I don't know, man. I just feel like this Paul, I was like, the Paul guy is just a bad person like i see him and i hate you immediately oh no they're, like, they're both terrible fucking people you should yeah and then yeah. and then like it's like yeah i was talking about somebody completely different but the brother i don't know if you heard i was tripping out because apparently his outfit had a pokemon card on there and now no, he no yeah logan paul came out with the the charizard around his neck yeah and now they're trying to sell like that charizard for like a million dollars or some shit like that of course, dude. It's all, <laughs> oh, this whole thing was nothing about the game or the sport or like any like Logan Paul being a good boxer. It's all a publicity stunt, man. I mean, like, all it this was shit is money. It was an exhibition match. So the yeah. the entire the whole terms of the fight itself was that because Logan Paul was roughly about thirty pounds heavier than what uh, Mayweather was or Mayweather is years younger there and, and roughly twenty years younger. Uh, but like, there's a 30 pound deficit that Mayweather had to make up for, which he fucking did. Oh my God. But that's dude, when he walked off after that quote unquote beating that Logan Paul gave him, he just walked off like, yeah, man, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> just walked off. No problem. Like I loved it and I don't like Mayweather, but I love that. You know, say what you Even will Joe about Rogan Mayweather. Was... Say what you will about Mayweather. He always picks the worst people to beat up and I love it. I fucking, I fucking love it. He, let me admit, let me add something to that. He picks the worst people to beat up and get paid from it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, 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 I mean, I don't think they released the figures on how much money was made off of that, right, for them? Oh. I, I would say at least 50 mils mi- minimum. Easy. Easy for him. Like, I, usually yeah. he comes up, like, very much on top like the pot is usually determined beforehand and yeah. i believe the the figures for the um what's his fucking name the ufc conor mcgregor fight that he had with mayweather mayweather i think walked away with 40 million dollars and connor walked away with either two or five so yeah i thought it, yeah a, i, I want to say fucked up pride too no yeah i think that was the beginning price and i think at the end he ended up walking with 12 or something like that but i may be wrong because I remember I, him like complaining about the two and five. I mean, there's there's a really large disparity because Mayweather, one, it's his b- boxing firm that's fronting the entire fucking thing. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Mayweather was quoted that he got a hundred million dollars. So take that for what it's worth. Mm, okay. I mean, I thought he, yeah. he's he's got insane amounts of money. So yeah, good for I him. thought the fun. Yeah, the funny thing about it was like. Uh, when he was um, walking out and the announcers are just like, look at him. Like, he just doesn't even look like he broke a sweat. He went out for a morning jog. Like, I mean, and I'm just like, what the fuck did you guys expect? He's a professional boxer going up against a YouTube guy. Like, 
he may be fit. He might be. He might look the part, but there's no actual boxing talent in there. And then he gets mm. he gets endorsed at the end, and he's just like, yeah. See, there you go. Mm. I'm not gonna say that they're bad boxers. That the brothers are bad boxers. They're better than like the average boxer. They probably are better than like a lot of the higher level boxers, but they're not top tier. Like Logan Paul is not going to be competing for a fucking heavyweight title. He might anytime soon. Anytime soon. He, he he would have to, like, fucking break out of minor league shit. And that's probably where he's at. Because you saw some of the fight. He's just like, I'm just like, that's, what are you doing, dude? What are you fucking doing? You are all opened up in your fucking chest area. Oh, yeah, he's that. doing long, huge-ass fucking swings and all this other stuff. And he made himself look like, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, I, I kind of didn't even want to talk about it, even though I brought it up. Because, like, I don't. I don't give a shit about the Pauls. They're garbage human beings, and I wouldn't care less if either one of them dropped dead tomorrow. So, like, <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> but all I've got to say is, I mean, May- Mayweather's not dumb. He's not going to take something unless he knows he's going to easily make a paycheck. Yeah. Like, anyway, let's get back to E3. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> White, what are y'all excited about? Because I'm looking at this thing. Uh, I don't really like gorilla collective if i'm not mistaken they're the ones who are doing um pardon me uh the horizon game horizon forbidden west maybe i can't remember yeah i don't yeah i don't know i've been so out of the fucking hold on let's look at it uh what is it horizon west we're gamers guys don't forget Mm, no that don't look like it no that don't look like it i got it Gorilla Games, yes, they did that. Yeah, but not Gorilla no, not Gorilla Games, Gorilla Collective, and no, they are not. They're not doing that shit. Um, I I don't foresee anything interesting come out of Ubisoft forward. The one game that I care about from Ubisoft that was like announced or like revealed in 2017, which if I don't see it either this year or next year, it just it's never happening. It's ne- it's not happening at all. And that is um, oh, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Oh, yeah. Beyond Good and Evil was a, like, I think it was like a 2004, 2005 game for the GameCube and it got released on the other consoles eventually. Uh, and it's very, very good, very interesting world. Uh, and they came out with, like, a relatively, I want to say about a five, seven minute trailer uh, on it at one point. But we just have not heard anything about it since then. And it definitely, at the time, looked next-gen. It, was, it wasn't it was anything that was going to be coming out on the PS4 or Xbox One. Um, but I'm, I'm still... I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to come out. I'm not, I'm most, not seeing anything. But it's most likely that it still will come out for the PS4 and the regular Xbox One. I mean, I know I think they uh, Sony was the one that made an announcement that God of War, the next God of War, is coming out on the PS4 still as well. I'm not surprised that they're doing that. And the reason why I'm not surprised is that it's very difficult to get your hands on a PlayStation 5 and a Series X right now. Um, Like, uh, everyone's clamoring about the sales figures that PlayStation has been making. Uh, Nobody still has an Xbox or a, a PlayStation 5. And if they're still selling at the rate that they've been selling at, that means that the scalpers are the ones that are getting their hands on these fucking PS5s. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yep. I don't, I, I don't think, uh, 
I think they know what's going on, and that's the reason why God of War 2 or God of War Ragnarok is coming out for the uh, the PS4 as well as the PS5. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens next. Yeah. Uh, Gearbox, I don't give a fuck about your Borderlands, and that's the only thing that you make. Uh, Devolver Digital, they're, yeah. they're always like a fucking wild card, and there's usually something really fucking cool that comes out of DD. Um, I'm hoping that maybe we'll see a little teaser of Katana Zero's DLC, or... That would be dope. That would be cool. Or uh, maybe we might see a taste of what's to come after Katana Zero, because that Katana Zero is not the end of the game. There's not going to be a Katana Zero 2. There's going to be something else, but Katana Zero is pretty much all-encompassing within its own game you know what i mean so we're right. waiting for the, yeah. like the actual like sequel to that how upset what about you guys you be, do you give any shit how about how upset would you be if they announced like the sequel to katana zero and it's called katana one <laughs> um there would be a lot of explaining to do because i mean i watch stupid movies that have de- dumb naming uh nomenclature so yeah. i don't care <laughs> yeah. as long I mean, as long as the game's good and this the story continues because goddamn that story is fucking good yeah, I honestly, I'm not really. There's really anything on here that I'm like really expecting or anything like that. Um, it would be nice for Capcom to announce a couple of surprises, whether they be uh, a collection of Final Fight that which I've always been asking for, or um, if Ubisoft, I Ubisoft doesn't have anything really to offer me right now. I know there's rumors that supposedly they're working on a new Splinter Cell. That's supposed to be like PvP, and it's supposed to have like an engine similar to Wildlands and the Division and all that stuff. But oh, so it'll be bad. So <laughs> I don't care. Is They're what not it comes bad out. games. Yeah, Wildlands bad was fun. Games. Division Two was supposedly better. I never played Division Two, but Division One was okay. Wildlands was definitely better. But I mean, we'll see. Um, and I mean, Nintendo, I guess, is just kind of like. Just show me whatever I, you're going to show me. I haven't even gotten that that far down. I was just talking about Friday, Saturday. Oh, yeah. No, see, that's what I'm saying. Overall, I'm just kind of like, there really isn't anything. Like, even if they were to show Halo or something like that for the Xbox, I'd be like, meh. I'm like, but that's the people are so expecting. I've already seen a shitty version of it already. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's where, uh, I, that's where I'm at overall with this whole thing. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm an indie person. You guys know that, so... Devolver Digital, I'm down for. Square Enix, I mean, I know we're only talking about Friday and Saturday so far, but I'm excited for Square I mean, yeah, because I'm mean, playing 14 again. I'd like to see some more Endwalker stuff, but I think they've already shown a whole lot of their stuff. I don't think that they're going to show off Endwalker. I think there's two things oh, that... They did that stuff. There, there's, there's three games I, I think that we're going to see. The two things that I'm interested in is Final Fantasy 16. I'm hoping that we probably will find out more information oh, yeah. on it. Um... But I, I think that it's going to be piecemeal to us because it's very early in development, or it probably is early in development. And if it's anything like the Final Fantasy VII project, we're not seeing that game for at least another two, three years. That's just oh, yeah. that's just my personal thing. Uh, we're definitely not seeing Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. That's not no. happening. They have to. They no, have to be just about to come out. Right. Exactly. So, like, if they're going to do something like that, you'll probably see that at like the Game Awards, but not not even. You might see that next year. Um, but there is a rumor that the developers of Neo is potentially working on a Soulsborne Final Fantasy game. 
I'd be down for that shit. I that sounds sick. And if that shit is true, bro, that that sounds insane. Yep. Give me give me Dark Soul. Give me Soulsborn of everything that I like. Mm-hmm. Dude in the Legend of Dragoon <laughs> world. That'll work. Oh, here we go back to Legend of Dragoon. Jesus. Hey man, it's Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Eddie, do you like wrestling? Okay. What, a Souls, a Souls yeah, we all know the answer. A Soulsborn wrestling. <laughs> uh, but no, I don't get excited for E3 anymore. I I really don't. Unless like, I mean, I want to see Nintendo's. I, I I have a strong feeling Nintendo will be showing off the Switch Pro. Or uh, it's the it's, it's ninety nine percent sure it's going to happen. It, it has to. There's happen. Too much leaks. Yeah, people keep saying that that it's basically already happening. But it, did I miss an article besides the spec stuff that we've covered already? Or like, this is just still a speculation. Rumor, like, Ooh. no, they've been finding like shit. Amazon postings that go up and then postings that go down real quick and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just all adds up with like the influxes of the uh, the chips and the hardware that they've been buying from companies to make the them. They're just like, oh, okay, they're get, they got all this shit now. So it's very likely that we're going to see something. Yeah. Let me put it like this. If Nintendo doesn't show off the Switch Pro, what are they doing this year? Because it's the first year that E3 has made an official comeback after not showing up last year. Um, there's been rumors of the Switch Pro. We're still waiting on The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. We're still waiting on Metroid Prime 4. We're still waiting on Bayonetta 3. What do you have to show? What you're gonna you're gonna show us more Pokemon? I mean, we'll probably see some Diamond and Pearl. Stuff. We are gonna see more Pokemon. Like we're probably going to see that. I doubt. Like we might see something with Project Arceus or whatever the fuck that thing is called. But like uh, Legends Arceus. Thank you. Um, but beyond that, what what can you show me? You already fucking gave us uh, a fucking blue balls over Breath of the Wild too. If you don't show it now. What can Nintendo show us for this year? So I, I go ahead. I, I was gonna say like, uh, fuck. I was gonna say something until I fucking forgot it. Damn, but, that sucks. Uh, yeah, the uh, no. What was I gonna say? It was about Nintendo. Oh, yeah. I, Breath of the Wild Two is definitely gonna be like. It has to be, be holiday season. Yeah. It has to be. They might say something else about it, but it's coming. If they're doing the Switch Pro in September or in that area, uh, they're going to do for the holiday season. They have to have the holiday seller. And mm-hmm. Metroid Prime 4, Breath of the Wild 2, those games are go- I wouldn't even say Bayonetta 3 would sell, but the other two would definitely fucking sell systems. Well, I, would, I would definitely put Bayonetta 3 up in that list. Well, hold go on, ahead, though. Isn't, isn't, isn't Pokemon coming out in November? Isn't that the holiday seller for them? Yeah, but I mean, you... We talked about this too before. We talked about this before too because we had said that if the Switch Pro were to be announced at any at any point, any capacity, it would be alongside with Breath of the Wild too. So I feel like we're gonna. It's history is gonna repeat itself, and we're gonna get the same thing that we got with the Switch when they announced the Switch, and it was a day one with Breath of the Wild. I feel we're gonna get the exact same thing, and it might happen in September and then November. If I'm wrong, I'm happy. (laughs) <laughs> and then November, you get your holiday with the uh, with the Pokemon game and all that stuff, and maybe even Bayonetta. That's, That's yeah, no, timeline. that makes a decent timeline to be honest, because then that gives everyone the opportunity to buy the console and then later on buy the games. No, that makes sense. I don't think they're going to make any of the Breath of the Wild two might be exclusive to the Switch Pro, 
but I don't think they're going to try and shoot themselves in the foot like that. I think that. that would be a really bad idea. I mean, we saw yeah. shit with the uh, the 3DS or the new 3DS where they had games exclusive to it, but those games that were exclusive to it was like Xenoblade Chronicles and what was the other two games? It was it was it was like there was only three games that I know of and only one of them that I gave a shit about. There was games that ran better on the Pro, like significantly better. Hyrule uh, Warriors for the 3DS. Yeah, like ran like shit on a on a fucking vanilla, but no, it, that game should have never came out on handheld. I mean, yeah, yeah it was you, okay. Do you really think that Nintendo would go that route and actually make exclusive games for a Switch Pro? Because I, yes. I agree, I th- I feel, just feel like it's shooting themselves in the foot. If anything, it would be like, oh, if you have a Switch Pro, it just enhances everything, just like a PS5 does or a PS4 Pro. Well, that's what I think they're going to do with the fucking, um, what do you call it? With the, with Breath of the Wild 2, that it's just going to be an enhancement. If they were to make a Legend of Zelda game and it was essentially paywalled behind a pro version of the Switch, that's insane. That would be insane. They didn't even do that with Breath of the Wild 1. Well, they couldn't because because Breath of the Wild 1 came out on Wii U. Yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. It came out on Wii U and Switch. So there is so. a big possibility that we could have a Breath of the Wild 2 Switch version, and then we could have a Breath of the Wild 2 Pro Switch version. No, I don't think it's going to be that fucking redundant. I think it's going to be the one nah. game, and it'll be 4K enhanced on the Switch Pro. If it That's doesn't have fishing, if it doesn't have fishing, then I don't want it. Okay. It doesn't matter, because I'm fucking buying <laughs> one. So this is my system that I'm going to try and get. Like you guys did with the PS5s. I'm, I want to switch Pro. Yep. But let's hope that Nintendo has made a fucking enough. So we'll see. <laughs> There's also Warner Brothers games, which uh, fucking they just... I'm pretty sure they just wrapped up Mortal Kombat 11. There can't be anything else that you showed on Mortal Kombat 11. It's got enough characters. You've already finished our last season pass. And then Disney gave... NRS the rights to Marvel, I have a feeling that we're going to see some sort of Marvel fighting game. Maybe a Marvel versus DC fighting game, which I think would be pretty cool, even though it's NRS uh, and I don't necessarily care for NRS. I think that would be pretty fucking sick. But I mean, that's the ultimate fanboy game, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like outside of like a Dragon Ball fighting game. uh, Yeah, that would that would be. That would be more likely. Um, then you got Capcom. You're not going to see Street Fighter Six. I think that if Capcom shows anything off, it's going to be more Monster Hunter Rise, and they're going yep. to show the last character for Street Fighter Five, and that's about it. <laughs> because you've got Take Two, you've got Mythic, you've got Freedom Games, you've got Razor. It's going to be a short There's show. A reason they stacked them all on one day. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and Street Fighter maybe Five still has a season. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> finishing off season five. They've shown off four of the five characters that are coming out, and if it's not an SNK character and it's some fucking legacy Street Fighter V character, like, people are going to riot. It's gotta be a big fucking deal. It's gotta be a fucking guest character. If it's if it turns out to be m- a motherfucker like El Forte or Alina or... You shut your mouth about El Forte! <laughs> like, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Who gives fuck a fuck? You. Our friends down do. in the south. I like El Forte. <laughs> you're an yeah. El Forte man. You're you're. If it'll be fun, he's a dude, cook. I'll shit my dick. 
I'll shit my dick if it's a con. <laughs> I'll sh- I'll do it. No, like I would freak my shit. I'll be like, I'm a fighting game player now. <laughs> <laughs> I play fighting games. Uh, after yeah. that, the the only other show that I would be like even marginally interested in is Bandai Namco. Bandai Namco, if they don't show off Elden Ring, it never existed. This is the year that it has to sh- be shown. If it doesn't get shown this year, it never fucking exists. George R. R. Martin will die. <laughs> <laughs> You're running I'm out of time. He made it through COVID. I'm surprised he made it through COVID. Like that's all. You are saying. running out of time. That's that's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. Um, and you you really don't take care of yourself. <laughs> no fucking Elden Ring and. Unfortunately, you're not going to see Bloodborne 2 because it doesn't exist. Sony hates it. It's never going to happen. But how, what, if see... what if though? What if though? No, no, no. Like, like you can say, say what if. Day and do what no. If. What if though? But but well, no. That's it. But that's what it comes down to. The E3 it what becomes that because like right now, like the thing about it, like why Corey even said that he doesn't get excited for like E3 is because most of the time we already kind of know what we're going into. And it, in most, in most cases, what we're walking into is we're walking into E3 with a wish list of how can you impress me this, this year? Nintendo busts out the new Donkey Kong, whatever they're going to call it, an F Zero collection, Star Fox, I mean, yeah, dongle? Played by strengths, yeah. Donkey like, Dongle. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It, All it, right. it, I'm never letting you name anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's what I'm saying. It's just like, so what if though? You never know. What if? What if the like thing, all of a sudden? If, what? Okay, yeah. All right, Eddie. If they say Bloodborne two, yeah, I'm gonna shit my ass and buy a PS five. I'll probably pay a thousand dollars for the PS five. So <laughs> the point that I'm making is that making these um, predictions is all based off of trends uh that we've seen or heard from these publishers so yeah you could say oh what if i'm like yo fuck it sky's the limit bro i want a million dollars let's just fucking throw our five numbers in there with that powerball see what we fucking get the thing is is like you can either make an educated guess or you can fucking beat your meat and hope that the jizz hits on something (laughs) live in la la no no no. that's why you don't you don't beat (laughs) until it's revealed that's so that's you know you gotta wait for no, it. No, no. no you make the money and then you get someone to beat it for you so there you go so- <laughs> we do not condone prostitution at least within the professional sense you do that shit at home i was gonna say i i i support the sex workers yeah like <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say not not on twitch not not like happening right now oh do i have to be in a hot tub sorry no my bad no. yeah <laughs> Fucking well, I mean, I'm more excited about you know indie game shit and like I like also correct me if I'm wrong, but pre pandemic, didn't Nintendo split from E3 and they were doing their own direct shit now? That was they always years ago. Have. They've yeah. always but then done they that. came back for this E3 and they're like, we're gonna be a part of E3. Yeah, it's gonna be like that's why they're gonna be a part of it because they're showing the fucking Switch Pro. I mean, they they've been doing that beforehand. So the entire reason why they stopped uh, the entire reason why they stopped doing it is because they were just like, we can save money if we just do a Nintendo Direct in and around the time of E3, and now we don't have yeah. to waste all this fucking space and production and shit like that. Um, and that's what everyone started fucking doing with the the fucking interweb bullshit. Like, gone are the days of fucking showcases and shit like that. Now it's all pre-production and controlled environments and fucking voiceovers that really suck at speaking Japanese. Like, all that shit. 
Except for the Xbox ones, they're always fucking awkward when they have actual people there. Yep, yep. Those you you pay, Bethesda pays for their fucking people to get hyped and excited and shit like that. Yeah. Now, the last thing, the last thing that I'm seeing is like, um, there is a rumor that Arc System Works has picked up a new IP connected to Bandai Namco, and Bandai Namco has all the fucking anime games. Some people are pointing their fingers towards My Hero Academia. And that yep, we might see that. a My Hero Academia fighting game connected to Arc System Works. And if they do that, it's going to be pretty fucking sick. Yep, because if it's a game that's not an arena fighting game, then it's going to be probably a lot better than the other ones. Yeah, because so. what is it? My Hero One Justice or whatever it is, those arena fighters. Well, those games. I think there's two of them. Well, so. yeah, there's two of them, but those are games are bad. The first one's bad. I haven't played the second one. So My Fighters Academia. My Fighters Academia, yes, yes, yeah, that makes sense. And it would, and yeah. honestly, like, unless it's coming out this year, it would make sense with the timing because My Hero Academia is wrapping up. It's probably going to be done within the next year. Yeah, I think. Like uh, overall, like you think it's like yeah. completely done? I don't. Like, I don't it's, it's yeah, been, there's so, there's so much shit that's going on in the manga. I'm not going to say anything because of spoilers, mm-hmm. but and I'm also not up to date. But uh, there's some crazy shit going on, like, end of... If it's not end, I don't know how they're going to continue afterwards. Well, they they've, they announced that, I think it was, like, chapter 305 or 307, like that, was the start of the final arc. So we're probably going to see, like, three or four mini arcs, and then that's it. I mean, that's it for this. You already have Vigilantes. You got all this other shit. Mm-hmm. The, the, the My Hero Academia world is immense and there are so many stories you can tell yeah so many more stories that would be better than fucking baruto all right i don't like it i don't like boruto and i don't like naruto i used to like naruto i don't like it anymore it sucks (laughs) my hero academia did everything that naruto did but better i'll die on this cross Um, let me erect it for you yeah tell me how you really feel (laughs) let me go get the nails yeah it's all right so (laughs) Right. But, uh, I mean, yeah, cool. I'm all going to be on vacation, so I expect people in my Discord to tell me what fucking happens at E3. Join the so, fucking Discord. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. join the fucking Discord. There you go. All right, that's uh, it. Fucking. That's it. Eddie, tell us what you've been up to this week. Is it your turn? I think it's your turn. It is my turn, yes. Metal Gear June. Because fucking. God that damn it. Sound it right. just doesn't stop. It just doesn't stop. Um, you know, it's uh How far are you in the timeline are you? We're we're almost done. It, it's, really? it's fucking yeah, it's like it's fucking crazy. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. I say we're almost done, right? Um because we're already at Sons of Liberty, which means we're only 3 games away including Sons of Liberty. Sons of Liberty Guns of the Patriots and Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Um however, yeah. wait, that's the last game? Revengeance the, in, is technically the last game. In the timeline, like, yeah. It's the the story is kind of like out there and not it's like it's connected but it's not really connected yeah. to everything that's going on. The but only, it all yeah. loosely holds on like where Raiden is in his world. Yeah, right. The, the, yeah, the only reason why it's connected is because there's a certain character from Guns of the Patriots. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And Raiden's gotcha. there, and there's Metal Gears. So you're kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? And, and Kojima but, himself was like, yeah, it's it's canon. I mean, I love, like, it's the best Metal Gear game I've ever played. So. 
<laughs> it's a lot of people's favorites. And that's the other thing, too. It's like, I, I, I find it funny because it's either you love or hate these games, I guess is what it comes down to. And I've experienced a lot of the, like, a lot of different emotions playing these games as I, as I progress through them. And when I got to Sons of Liberty, I was like really excited because I remember like the music and the storyline. And like, I'm flying through it and like people were just coming into the chat like, I love this game or man, fuck Raiden. It was like either one of the two. It wasn't just like <laughs> or both or both yeah, or both. You know what I'm like? Fuck this game. I love it, but fuck right, he's a bitch. And so I'm like playing it, and I'm I. We could have finished it tomorrow. I mean, we could have finished it yesterday. Um, but as you can see in the docket that we have here, Cox is at it again, and for whatever reason, my internet is fluctuating and being jank. So I'm kind of worried that. Metal Gear is not only bleeding through June, it might take up most of June again, because Guns of the Patriots is fucking the Lord of the Rings in video games. You're going to have to pull some 12-hour streams, man. I, uh, double duty. Dude, I, I, Guns I, of the I, Patriots I, isn't that long. Guns of the Patriots is fucking long, dude. It has it's not it's, that long. Bro, it, it's got like, what, like eight hours in cinematics only? Yeah, and it's also got like four hours of gameplay. You'll be fine. i mean yeah it's sons of it's sons of liberty i guess right but i mean i've been doing i've been doing seven to like six to seven hour streams on these metal gear games i'm not gonna lie like as much as i like the series i'm ready to move on to the next thing however Mm -hmm. i don't think i'm gonna be (coughs) like the plan was that i was gonna move into the next series like doom i can do doom because i feel like that's like you know (laughs) easier however Yakuza is the one that's kind of worrying me now. Oh, that's going to take you half a year. Yeah. That might take you longer than half a year, dude. If you're trying to do everything, those yeah. are like 60, 80, 100 hour games. Yakuza eight main title game. Yeah. Yakuza 0 is a fucking like long fucking game. I'm 50 hours into Yakuza 0. I just finished Majima's side mission where he's running the brothel. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. The club the you better watch your mouth sir excuse me uh i haven't even like i've only gotten halfway through kiryu's fucking um what do you call it the real estate bullshit and the real estate i just started that shit the real estate game is way harder because it takes longer there's not there's not enough interactivity between Camarocho and the the fucking um real estate side whereas if i'm doing the the cabaret there's like stuff that i can do on the side that directly impacts what goes on at the cabaret yeah so it's it's very very different yeah um and you you get you end up in a situation where majima is just way overpowered when compared to kiryu because kiryu like your entire skill set and your stats and, and health and shit like that is tied to how much money you spend on those skills. And if your side gig is not popping off, like my cabaret is bringing in hundreds, millions, billions of dollars of yen. So I'm like just about maxing out everything. I just haven't cleared out the into the outer ring. Kiryu, bro, boy is poor. <laughs> the boy is poor. And in order for you to it's do true. well in the real estate minigame, you have to spend money. Whereas the cabaret, it's not that serious. Like, spending money on the cabaret is not as big of a deal as it is making sure that your girls are doing well 
interacting with customers and that comes with like stupid little side missions and whatever on on fucking Kiryu's side it's just like money let me throw money at it <laughs> i pay this with cash like yeah you mean majima's side no no no, no. i'm talking about Kiryu's side oh okay yeah, no, so that's my thing. It's just like I'm a little worried about that whole, not only because of how lengthy the games are, but because if the internet is still going to be acting up, it really just kind of puts everything further and further I wouldn't back. start, yeah, I wouldn't start a project. I would just play, like, little games so, yeah, that's you know you have a solid internet. So that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Well, even, even then, like, I thought I had a solid internet right now, and <laughs> here we are. Sons of Liberty would have been yeah, done yesterday. True. Sons of Liberty would have been done yesterday in three hours. And unfortunately, here we are. Um, I'm hoping that tomorrow I can do it. I'm surprised that we're still here right now. Um, but, um, it is what it is. So that's because you said it's more than just you complaining. Now there's more people in your area that you know, that are streamers that are complaining. Yeah. So when I was having my issues, uh, I reached out, some other people had, uh, brought it to my attention that people that in the city that I lived in Vegas, um, were having, experiencing the same issues. So when I brought it up again, because I was having the issues, people were just like, dude, well, it's not just you. So-and-so, like, uh, Flaffy is one of the other streamers uh, that was having issues. And then uh, uh, who's a Hell Track civilian, and I can't remember the third person's name. But, yeah, everybody was just basically saying, like, yep, we're all experiencing the same shit again. Here we go. So it just is what it is. Uh, oh, well. You got to move to the boondocks, bro. I got to move. I got to move somewhere. <laughs> Um, but aside, yeah, aside from the Metal Gear stuff, uh, aside from the Metal Gear stuff and the Cox stuff, I started watching The Sopranos. First time going through The Sopranos. Never, ever. I've heard good things. Yeah, I've always heard good things. I remember it as a kid growing up, um, that it used to be on HBO and all that stuff. I might have mm-hmm. tuned into an episode or, or two, but I can't really pinpoint anything. And it's interesting how I got into it because, uh, there was a streamer who was, who was playing Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Um, and he titled the stream Super Gabagool and Ghost. <laughs> and I kept saying yeah. the word. I kept saying Gabagool. And like I kept typing in, like, hey, how are the Gabagools treating you? And I guess that's what like my phone was just like, oh, this guy's talking about Gabagool. So I'm going through YouTube and it recommends me a Soprano clip. And I went down a rabbit hole. I went down yeah. a rabbit hole and I was just like, well, I'm like, I got HBO Max or Go, whatever the hell you want to call it. And Let's start watching The Sopranos. I'm on season one, episode nine right now. Um, and, J- yeah. you know, one of the things I always heard was James Gandolfini was such a great actor. I don't want to cross that man. <laughs> like his character, Tony Soprano, ever in my oh, life. Because yeah. he made it such a believable character. You know, yep. and um, rest in peace. The the guy the guy that, uh, his name's Rob Eiler. He plays the little, the younger kid in the show that eventually grows up in the show and all that stuff. Uh, he's on your mom's, he's big friends with like Tom Segura and Christina P and all that stuff. So I've seen him like that dude's fucking funny. Like he talks about how, like, he's like, yeah, I just went to Vegas for a trip once and then I just didn't come home for a year. So (laughs) he's just like, yeah, he just lived out there and became a professional gambler. So (laughs) good for him. Yeah, he's just like, he goes, and I got, I started, I would buy 300 Percocets at a week. And I was just like, damn. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, he's like, I'm glad I don't, he's like, I'm glad I don't do drugs no more. So, <laughs> I thought, it's crazy, man. I thought the interesting thing about it was watching is like the first episode. It was like the first or the second episode. Um, but I think everything does happen in the first one. It's just like, you start seeing how dated uh, this show is. 
And yeah. I remember it was like the like late nineties. And but like I said, I got the first thing that tripped me out was uh, Tony goes out and gets the newspaper, and on the newspaper is like something, 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 President Clinton. And I'm like, holy shit, this is the Clinton administration. Like, you know what I mean? It must have been right at the tail end of it. Yeah, yep. you know. And so I think the Sopranos crossed over into the um, the Bush administration. I want to say it was like even towards the tail end of the Bush administration because the Sopranos went on for like what six, seven years. I think it's like seven years. Yeah, because it's like ninety yeah. ninety seven to two thousand six, two thousand five. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, it's yeah. six seasons. Six seasons, yeah. But it was, yeah, it was crazy seeing, like, you know, the Bill Clinton stuff, payphones being used and stuff like that. Like, it was just very interesting. Um, but the one part, the one of the scenes that stood out to me is where uh, Tony decides to play Mario Kart on the Nintendo 64 with his wow. son. Yeah, his son's yeah. just there, like, sitting down playing, like, Mario Kart. And then, like, Tony just, like, comes in, grabs a control, and the dude is one-handing it. Like, not even, like, like yeah, like, he's yeah. just one-handing it. Like, no, no, like, he's just like, all right, he's like, kid's like, you ready? You ready? And all of a sudden, it's like two screens, like, blah, blah, blah. He's playing it just one-handed it like that. He's, like, covering his yeah, kid's James eyes. James Gandolfini didn't know how the fuck that thing worked. <laughs> he just, they were just like, make it look like you're playing a video game. Yeah, and, and he's like, all right. And, all right, and it, yeah, and he did it. But, no, it's it's been a very interesting show. It's kind of crazy seeing it and some of the stuff they talk about and, uh, just how the show's progressing. It's, it's been really, really fun, and I'm, kind, I'm glad I picked it up. Um, yeah, no matter how long it took to watch. Um, let's see what else. They're long fucking episodes. They're hour episodes. They're hour yeah, episodes, man. yeah. I think, I think this was The Sopranos. When did the. Hold on. I got to look up when The Wire came out, because this might have been the run where HBO was just like having bangers after bangers of TV shows. Mm hmm. Wire came out in 2002. Sopranos came out in 1999. So, yeah, they crossed over. Like, that was... The Wire is another super good fucking HBO show. Once you're, Whenever you're done with... Finish with The Sopranos. Watch The I Wire. I highly recommend The Wire. <laughs> the Wire is very good. Yeah. It's got a very young Idris Elba in it, so... Oh, wow. Holy shit. Yeah, he plays like a drug lord cartel. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But yeah, so to, uh, yeah, I've been watching that. Um, this week actually was a, another fantastic uh, moment. Uh, I got to meet some streamer friends. Uh, I actually got to hang you out did. with some friends that visited. Uh, Rockstar Lexi and that bow guy came down from hey. uh, their respective areas. We went down to the strip uh, and went to the Taco Bell Cantina for some Baja Blast tequila uh drinks which is fucking fantastic they were pretty good disappointed in the restaurant i really was expecting more demolition because man it's style. a taco bell i was expecting <laughs> demolition man damn it all right like, <laughs> no they they still put the bags of the meat in the water just like they do in every other restaurant i was mm -hmm. expecting demolition man sit down vibe but uh no but they had the music banging it was great and uh no i did not <laughs> i'm sorry i, I started reading you, chat i took I'm pretty sure I've told you. Uh, I, I thought I think no, maybe I talked about it in something with Megavisions, but in uh, in Europe that Taco Bell got switched to Pizza Hut. It did, yeah, yes, because, it did because they were like Pizza Hut's more popular over here. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, sure, well, that's weird. But that movie had so much fucking product placement in it. It was amazing. Yeah. No, it but was it was so fun. Good. Overall, it was fun. Like I said, it was, like, it was a good time. It was great meeting them, and it's just uh, uh, especially since they're technically like the first streamer friends 
mm-hmm. that I was able to meet that like I've met them on stream and like via, via Twitch and doing all these things. And now months yeah. later, it's just like, hey, here we are. Like the world is reopening. Things are happening. And it was kind of crazy. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie because I'm like, you know, I'm getting my my lift ready and, you know, it's wear a mask and I'm wearing my mask and I surreal, you know. Yeah. And I'm going in there and the lift guy's like, you know, like uh, not wearing a mask. And I'm just like, so do I take mine off? And I'm like, what's happening here? Like, da, da, da. And I get to the casino and it's just full blown. Like everybody's just. It don't matter. Oh, yeah. I had to go. I went to a, the the count or not the county fair but whatever the fair is around us because we got we got dragged into some volunteer work over the weekend no like it it felt really bad because there were so many people not wearing masks which i guess we i'm not gonna go down the whole fucking rabbit hole but i'm still wearing my masks that's all i'm doing and uh it was alarming to see how many people uh that may or may not actually have the vaccine so i was curious i was i was worried i'm glad i was in a building working and not out there amongst everyone amongst them but yeah, so that's it. That's pretty much it. It's been freaking brutally hot this whole week um, and still going on. Um, we're talking high 90s to over 100 degrees. Uh, we'll be hitting the triple digits. We hit the triple digits last week from Thursday to Sunday with a high, the highest being 109 at one point. And then this week we're looking at 106 uh by thursday if not wednesday That's god's way of telling you not to fucking live there yeah basically <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah why are you guys over here in the desert and stuff like that but yeah what's your humidity like out there it's not bad the humidity isn't bad and i keep telling people that like it's it's not i've experienced humidity in in texas and arizona and i feel like here it's just still dry heat only when it gets but it's still hot but it's still hot you know what i mean it just sucks and then when you have a roommate who doesn't fucking want to turn on the ac <laughs> It just uh Well I'm just saying you're you you I mean your ass cracks probably sweaty, but you're not at swamp levels, like swamp ass levels dude, like you would be in Arkansas or Texas. Okay, well I'll, I'll tell you this much. If the AC wasn't <laughs> Tell me on, about your butt crack. Yeah, please. if the AC wasn't on, then I would be beyond those levels, dude. And it's fucking crazy Damn. because I tell him, I'm like, dude, let's just set it at this temperature. And I just found out today, this morning. Because, like, I've already been through, like, so many, like, different, like, explanations with this guy. He apparently was under the impression that once it's at the at the 80 degree or whatever temperature you set it at, that we're supposed to turn it off and the house just stays like that for the rest of the night or the day. That's how science works. And I'm like, and I'm like dude, I, I don't know. That's what your refrigerator does, yeah, right? I, I, it, it puts everything down to 40 if, and then turns itself off. If I, I put an ice cube into my drink. It's just going to stay <laughs> cold forever, right? That's just... <laughs> That'd be amazing. And, and, so, and so I'm just over here like, you can't, right? Like, you can't. And, 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 I, and I try to give him credit. I try to give him credit because, like, I think to myself, I'm like, this man owns this house. He paid it off in two years. Like, he owns other properties. He didn't do it by turning the air off, Eddie. I know, but still... <laughs> But like what I'm saying is, it's like <laughs> get it with drugs. If he's if he's smart enough <laughs> to invest the money, he did it with drugs. You know what I mean? Like, Invested drugs. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those things. And yeah, so other than that, um, I actually have a shitload of pickups this week, like a lot more than I anticipated. Uh, and I'll start off with the uh, Final Fantasy VII remake world preview book. It's basically just a illustrated introduction to the world of final fantasy 7 remake for the listeners 
Uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's originally priced at twenty five. Amazon had it for like twelve bucks. Nice. I was like, fuck it, it's hard copy and all that stuff. It's got some like detail and introduction. Um Oh, I'm a sucker for a hardback. Yeah. And then uh and then I fucking got five games fucking this week, dude. Like and they were all fucking cheap. Have you guys been have you guys been seeing the uh, Anakin and Padme meme going around where it's just yeah. like, I did this. And she's like, yeah, that's the one that I, I bought new games. They're like, you're going to play them, right? And he's just like, you're going to play them, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that summed all three of us up pretty hard. Like, I took offense to it. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. yeah. So I ended up picking up and I got my great. I got I have a few issues. I'm upset with uh, with GameStop. Um, there's a, there's a, a member in the chat community right now. Who works for GameStop? So I'm calling them yeah. out. <laughs> All right. I don't think they're going to argue with you. No, they won't argue with me. No, it was just funny because uh, so I picked up Power Rangers Battle for the Grid on the PlayStation Four because yeah. it was like 15 bucks on Amazon. It's the collector's edition, which I have honestly no idea what the difference is. I picked it up because I thought I had the DLC, and it only has like one bonus character, I think. So I got that. It's probably got a bunch of fucking costumes and. Shit. I mean, that's a great game. I don't give a shit what anyone says. And fucking goddamn Chung Li and Ryu are godlike in that game. Yeah, Dude, so. Chung Li's really fucking good in that game. Bro, so I can't wait the for that, fucking. Yeah. Oh my god. The, both of them have a touch of death. It's crazy. It's the only reason why I picked it up. Legitimately. Yeah, no, like, I played. Okay, I legitimately played um, Battle for the it's Grid for probably about a month. And it, it legitimately is a good game. I'm just not good at team fighters. Anything with assists, I'm just like, I'm kind of stupid when it comes to yeah. stuff like that. Like, the only game that I can kind of do is Rival Schools. And that's because I'm not switching characters out and shit like that. Yeah, that's, yeah. And, like, their assists are almost like supers. So it kind of, it's it's different. Um, but Battle for the Grid is a hell of a good fucking game. And I'm thinking about picking it back up just for Chun-Li and Ryu. Like, it's it the only reason, yeah. Looks, Play yeah. until they're getting nerfed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I picked that one up, um, and then I ordered two games from GameStop. Um, and my gripe with them is, is that I ordered them new, and Menu? clearly they were not new. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you saying yeah, this. Yeah, clearly they were not new. So Judgment came in. I got Judgment because it was like on the PS4 for nice. like 12 bucks is what I ended up getting it. Yeah. Um, and it came in one of those like CD wrappers. It wasn't the original Saran wrap, but it has like one of those like flap. Oh yeah, because like, they open all of them and they break. That's how they kept even your new games. Yeah. they have to go and get them out of the drawer. I'm like, fuck you. So and it had like it still has a sticker residue. And the thing that trips me out, it has the square sticker residue where like you know the pre-owned thing is there, and then it has like mm-hmm. this circle one. And I'm like, what is this circle one? I haven't because that was one of the was, that was one of the cases they had on the front on the. On the on the yeah, the that was, yeah that was something I was going to say, but you definitely look like you're impassioned and talking about how you didn't get a new game. It probably is a new game, but it was probably well, one of the copies that they had. Uh, like they took, they had to unwrap it, take the game out, and display the case because when it. you take, mm-hmm. I get it. However, uh, as I kept more. going and like I tell kept saying, more. scratches on the back, like yes. multiple scratches in the back, yes. fucking just. Tore up on the spine right here at the on the side. Yes. I Game get stop it. Sucks. Yeah. So that's that one. That's mm-hmm. that one. The only thing I technically no one online. else. Technically, no one else has owned it before. Yeah. Technically, technically. although although the the uh, disc does have scratches as well, but 
I mean, it is technically. What it is. I buy retro games. Yeah. I buy cartridge retro games from GameStop. That's online. a That's bad idea. I do uh, not trust them. Sir, I mean, I bought multiple <laughs> orders and I had no problems with them. So. The, okay. uh, the GameStop employee says Circle is to seal the case again. I would understand that, but it's not that one right there on the side. It's literally right below the freaking square one. So, no! Anyhow. Let him rant! Yeah. And then I, I got Cloudpunk on the Switch. I got Cloudpunk on the Switch. Oh. I heard that's a good game. That game. Yeah, I've heard good things. It looks pretty good. Um, not even wrapped. Just shows up. That just, makes sense. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? I bought it new. <laughs> like, you did. I, you did. Technically, no one has bought it before. Yeah. No one has owned it. New doesn't mean not open. Yeah. Unless you're trying to trade it in. So <laughs> Then, yeah. And then I got uh, from Best Buy, I got Doom 64. Came on the Switch already. So I got Doom 64 for the Switch. Was that open yeah. as well? No, this was was wrapped because Best Buy knows what the fuck they're doing, you know, and <laughs> and also Black Future eighty eight. So what the fuck is that? that? It's supposed to be like a Metroidvania, like I'm interested now. Metal Slug meets Contra. Yeah, and it's a couch co op. Sounds like Valve. What's the the Metal Valeris? Oh, here you go. Oh, like, like, Valeris. Yeah, uh, that game pro- is Valfaris. I probably I probably described this completely wrong because I'm gonna read the description in the back of this. It says Black Future '88 is a is a synth punk roguelike 2D action shooter. That's not a Metroidvania. Now, yeah. Now I'm interested. <laughs> you have 18 minutes to vertically climb an always evolving procedural tower, survive the deadly traps, homicidal AI, and powerful wardens standing in your way. Let me know how that game is. Yeah. So I got that. Yeah, I got that one in Doom. Um, nice. And yeah, that's been my week. Very well. Uh, th- you were talking about that because you brought up like Metal Gear and shit like that. That reminded me of uh, the one game that I'm looking for that I'm not necessarily looking for, but I just need to get my hands on it. I'm assuming digitally. Unmetal. I saw TJ play that shit on Monday. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Uh, you should have saw the Acorn uh, fucking thing. Oh my God. That game is hilarious. That game, bro, game of the year. I mean, yeah, it's what does it come out? What does it fucking come out? I need it. Game of what are you talking about? Game of game the of the year, year every <laughs> single year. What 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 year did it come out? Because that that's top of the charts. It came out in twenty twenty. Boom. <laughs> that's Boom. Solid second, snake. second year in a row. Game of the year, bro. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you can get it on Vita. No fuck a Vita. It's that's your physical. It's on Steam. <laughs> oh, that is. Yeah. It is a, yeah. It's not on Steam yet. It's still early access. I want the official release. Apparently, it's on Switch. So, anyway, anyway, not important. Um, so I I guess that we're just going to now announce it. Um, as you can see, I wore the company shirt today. Yeah, no one told me. I had mine ready. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we like we've always had a very close relationship with Megavisions Magazine, with Nerd Visions as a whole. Um, we've taken that one step further. Scrubverse and Megavisions are now in a strategic alliance, which means you're going to see a lot more content collaborating between the two organizations. We've got one show in the works. Don't know when that's actually going to be released, but that's definitely we've got definitely one show that's going to be coming out 
as a result of the strategic alliance. It depends on a factor. Depends on one factor, but um, we're definitely going to see more Megavisions slash Scrubverse content in the future. Uh, in addition to that, uh, I was, I guess you could say, promoted in Megavisions. I'm now the operations manager, so my entire fucking week has been nothing but fucking policy writing and paperworks and contracts. So, holy shit. I, I, I don't have a whole lot to fucking talk about outside of, like, things are happening in the background to make the foreground look a whole lot better. Uh, I've got a review in the works, and I can't talk about it until... I can't, like, even say anything until the 14th, and I can't give my thoughts about it until the 18th. Um... This is all I can say about it. That's that's pretty much the extent of it. Like I have absolutely nothing to offer to this conversation right now because I have been just working two jobs at the same time. I'm just really happy that Guilty Gear comes out tomorrow. That's about it. Didn't Guilty Gear get uh postponed? No. No. No, it comes it comes out tomorrow. They came, Arc System Arc System came out with something and everyone thought it was a delay, but it wasn't a delay. Yeah, oh, no. Okay. So they they had they had their letter template uh where they're usually like, "Oh, sorry, we have to delay the game." But in reality, they just started posting these letters from artists and uh people who were involved with the game which was like, "I hope you liked it. This was the character that I focused on. This is the character that I made. This is the character that I voice acted." Uh it was really from what I've seen, I've seen the game in 4K just now. It is gorgeous. It looks so fucking good. I am super excited about it tomorrow. So, well, yes. You what? You like Guilty Gear? What? <laughs> you I mean, fucking was... chill? That's my contribution for the week. Wu-Tang! Oh <laughs> I'm going to slap the fuck out of you when I meet you. <laughs> like, just like, no, just... Like, hey, what's going on? I'll no. slap, then ask how you're doing. <laughs> All right, I'm up next. So uh, uh, my streams, uh, we started uh, a Gundam Wing. Per so I've been talking about the Gundam Wing Endless Duel, which is the Super Famicom fighting game that only was in Japan. Uh, and then when it was brought, quote unquote, brought over to the United States, it became the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Zord fighter game. Yeah, it, uh, it was just called by Morphin Power Rangers, the fighting game. Yeah, fighting edition mm -hmm. or something Yeah, like that's, that, what so. it was, that's what it was. But uh, I was like, oh man, those sprites look really good in that uh, Endless Duel game. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to do a play on words. I'm doing Gumpla, but it's going to be with Perler Beads. And so we're putting everything together. I've got my new little like drawer system with all my beads, so it's really easy to find colors now and have them displayed and all that. And I get... I'm working on it. I'm like, oh, shit, these colors, the colors are popping. Like, the colors look amazing. I have all these different shades of, like, grays and whites to capture the metal. And I have all these shades of, like, red. And and I'm like, oh, man, this looks really good. We're about halfway done. I got the legs done. got the waist done. I look up. It's four hours later. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was like, oh, okay, we're going to do this top half when I come back from vacation. But... It's uh, it's gonna be a big boy, and I started sharing it everywhere. And the first thing, because it was, I'm sorry, it was heavy arms, because heavy mm -hmm. arms is my favorite Gundam wing uh, Gundam. And everyone's like, "Holy shit, that looks awesome!" When are you doing Death Scythe? And I was like, "You fucking edge lord, 
closet edgelord bitches. I love is it. What every one of y'all I is. I fucking Nintendo love Bowers, it. Bowers, one of them. He asked me. He was like, what, "Death Scythe win?" And I was like, "God damn it! I'll make Death Scythe if people buy them. Like that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> if you buy them, then I will come. Okay, that's what so, it's gonna be. <laughs> so, so hear me out. If no one buys Death Scythe, I did send you an idea. Huh? Just now, or are you talking about the idea? Yeah, I read that idea. I don't want to do that idea. <laughs> but I'll pay you. You just got to name your price. I know, but I'm looking at how bad it's going to be, and I don't want to do it's it. It's going to look like, great. I trust you. <laughs> no, I know it's going to look great, and I know I trust me too. I just don't want to do it because I'm lazy. So. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what it boils your down entire, to. We'll your see. entire chat saw it, and they were just like, bro, that'd be pretty sick. Chris, you wanted a wall-sized perler bean. <laughs> oh, like a wall. Shit. A wall. You're like, can I get this? Fi- can I get this stage from this fighting game? I'm like, no. <laughs> and what is it? The uh, what's the vampire guy from the Gory Yuki? Nagori Yuki's that thing's gonna be huge, fucking. Yeah. And then you're like, here's the here's the kicker. He goes, well, I also need Soul to be scaled to him because he's bigger than him. I was like, go fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a coward. I'm a coward when it comes. I did look. I did my time. I did my four foot wide by three foot tall perler bead, and that was ass. I'll pay you a thousand dollars. Big. No, I'm not doing 2, it. I'll pay you a thousand dollars. Eddie's just pushing it. It might be worth you. it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it won't be. <laughs> it's not going to be. I don't know. That would. Oh God. Let's. You you went from Sonic, which you people yeah, that are watching right the actual podcast can see it. Sonic was pretty cool. He was fairly large. Like he's a good sized beat art. And you're one. You're like, oh yeah. You know my bookshelf. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> I need it that size. <laughs> like come on i mean that i do like that's one of the reasons like because a lot of people are like i like perler beads and they're like i made this uh this mario mushroom i'm like that's cool man uh i want to make marvel vs. capcom 2 sprites so <laughs> like i want i went from like learning the very basics which i got no i'm not shaming anybody that is doing that stuff but i was very much like i want to learn how to do these bigger ones and these more detailed ones and the gundam heavy arm the heavy arms i was just like i was astounded on how good it looks so far just with all the shading and everything so i'm very very happy to get it done my biggest thing i'm worried about is i hope it doesn't fuck up during the ironing because i made a zero that was kind of this size it was one of the sprites from Mega Man x4 and uh it was like one of his cutscene sprites right and i i made it got halfway through ironing completely fucked it up that sucks the bottom half just basically fell apart. So I was like, I got this upper zero part if anyone <laughs> wants to buy it. Like, <laughs> it was very upsetting. Okay, but, so uh, we'll see. Hear me out. Forget about Guilty Gear. Look at chat. What's, what, what, what is chat saying? Make a bead art of that Danny DeVito poster in the back of my wall. That would not be as bad. I don't know, That's man. That's the thing, too, though. Like, everyone's like, I want you to make this. And I'm like, does a does sprite it... of it exist? Because I'm not a sprite artist. I am a tracer, <laughs> is what I am at the end of the day. You're like, that exists. I can make it in a physical form, but I'm not making beater. I even, I back when I was hardcore into doing the beads, I even had an app where you could take a picture and you would put in, like, your dimensions that you wanted mm-hmm. and it would 
beat it. it that's what it was called. You'd hit the beat it button, and it would like basically sprite it out and show you the colors that you would need and all that shit. And I never had a successful project come out of that app. Like, none of them ended up looking good. So, no. <laughs> okay, so Guilty Gear is on the table, though. Smaller, smaller. You gotta. There's not a smaller. There's not a smaller sprite. There will be eventually. The game's not out yet. That's when the sprite artists get. The game is technically out in Australia. No, you said it comes out tomorrow. In Australia, it's out right now. In Japan, it's out right now. My biggest part of my ass. Like (laughs) a lot to choose from. So what Chris (laughs) needs? What Chris needs is a uh, a pixel version of Nacho Libre. What? No. I'm moving on. Because <laughs> it's Jack Black. Yeah, I got it. That's why I'm moving on. So, <laughs> you ever seen that thing where uh, Meatwad goes, I get it. I, I didn't laughing, laugh. But I get it. <laughs> That's one of my favorite Aqua Team moments. But anyway, uh, we finally got the... So Eddie's been telling me, like, Eddie always comes into my stream and is like, Cat Jam. He puts Cat Jam and he's like, fuck you for not having Cat Jam. No. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and finally I talked to Eddie and I was like, oh, okay. And I, I've seen, I follow Simply on uh, on uh, Twitch. He He's currently doing Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time speed runs. And uh, those are interesting. But he was doing, like, better TT, better T TV emotes. And I started looking into it, and I was like, oh, cool. They, like, you sign up. It gives you 15, like, slots to do shit. And uh, I was like, cool. The pri- the premium version's only $5. They're like, you get 50 emote slots, and every month you have an emote, like, have a premium account with us, we'll give you two more slots up to 100 emotes. And I was like, god damn. Yeah. So I was like, fuck Twitch's emote system. And then the next day when I was like, hey, guys, we're going to have a stream where – uh, we're gonna figure out which ones we want, and shout outs to everyone that was in chat: Sailor Corellia, Kenny, uh, I believe there was some solid Yuna, Mer- Meryl was in there, I think. But shout outs to all of them. We got fifty good ones. I've got an emote set up to where I can broadcast them and all that stuff. But then Twitch announces animated emotes, and I was like, "Go oh, fuck yourself, Twitch!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like, man. Twitch is so much like Apple when it comes to their iPhones. They're just like, we got this new feature that everyone's already had, but now it's Apple. <laughs> so, <laughs> but no, they, uh, the way it works is I got to look into it, but like you have 50 shared emotes that can be shared like anywhere on Twitch or something like that. And like it's shared in discord, but there's also like 50 slots for personal emotes that I think if you have them in your personal emotes, you can use them everywhere is what I think it comes down to. Like, you personally can. Mm-hmm. But then the shared ones are all the ones that your chat can use. I don't know if they can – I don't think they can use them in other chats because obviously we just saw Cat Jam ain't working in here. Right. So <laughs> – but, uh, no, I think it's a really – I really like it. There's some uh, – there's some bangers in there. There's also some not bangers. We found one where it was someone's fan art of Mario and Sonic making yep. up having sex. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Like, it was within TOS. Like, you couldn't see anything. But it was just like, oh. And Kenny's like, put it on your channel. And I was like, no! <laughs> no no balls. The good thing is, no balls. The good thing is, too, you can switch them out so quickly. Like, it takes them a minute to upload, like, to the stream. But you can just be like, fuck this emote. I want this one now. 
Yeah, the oh. thing about that one in particular is I've seen the reg- the original art to it or the original GIF, whatever you want to call it. And then when I when I came across it, I was like, oh, I should put it myself. I should put a Sonic or a Mario one on there. And I looked up Mario and I saw it, and I was like, son of a bitch. And I looked up Sonic and I saw it again, and I'm like, son of a bitch. And it's just yep. even in emote form, as tiny as it looks, it's weird. It's fucking <laughs> graphic as hell. And I'm like, Chris, if you have not seen it, I'm talking about like send me Sonic. a link. Sonic is like wrapping his legs around Mario and un- and, like, and undressing him from the back, <laughs> and you see Mario's back, and you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" You see the lay down on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Chris needs to start streaming again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what brought him back. So, uh, shit. Uh, also, I mean, I talk about it every week, but Super Bomberman Hour Online is still fucking fun. And the reason that I bring it up this time is because we had a new follower. Uh, that one Kaiju joined uh, the Discord as well. And come to find out, they are a sprite artist, a beta tester, and a project planner for the fan game of Power Mega Man. Or Power Bomberman, I'm sorry. And uh, I think I've talked about Power Bomberman before. And uh, it's just basically a fan-made, like, online... Like, it has, like, online 16-player lobbies. It has over, like, 500 characters, over, like, a 1,000 levels. It's just... It's the ultimate Bomberman. And I'm excited to play it. I feel like uh, I, Scotty is coming around on it. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to do it as a Thursday night throw. Because, like, I have, ne- I booted it up, and it immediate was lo- immediately was like, let's set your controller up. And I was just like, thank you! I've never seen a free game like this do that. Thank you so much. And it doesn't do it on every load-up. It just does it the one time. So you don't have to keep doing it over and over and over again. Nice. So... Which I know everyone was like, holy shit, he's shilling about controller support. I'm like, yeah, in a fan-made game that re- works well, yes, I'm going to shill about it. But this is... But this is I've played I played some rough But ones. this is Power Bomberman, right, that we're talking about? Not, yes, Power not Bomberman. Super Bomberman R Online. The one that's available on Switch, PS4, <laughs> Xbox, and Steam, right? And it's free. I'm gonna kill you. I will kill you. It is pre I, like you guys all are here. I'm telling you. <laughs> You're all accomplices. Like, this is your problem now. Scrub verse goes to jail together. <laughs> so, that's that's what it is. That that's the that's the sunny it's always sunny tagline. Scrub verse goes to jail. <laughs> Uh, uh, but no, it's still good. I see that, uh, one Mr. O is still on it as well. I think he's still liking the game. So I've been jumping in on some of his late night stream games. Mr. O. Uh, God damn it. Doctor. <laughs> I'm having a day, it's man. A day. It's Monday. It's a day. So. <laughs> uh, but no, it's still a fun game. Uh, and besides that, I have been prepping for this goddamn vacation that I'm going on. At the time of this recording, it is a Monday, so in two days I will be flying out. Uh, but I'm so fucking ready for it. I've got I've got uh, people that know this podcast. I'm meeting up with uh, Mr. Jason Sight, hey. the Mr. Chef that we've always had on our good friend, even before Scrubverse. He's been a friend of ours. And uh, my wife and I are meeting up with his wife, Kat, and uh, him for some dinner in Tacoma. So it's going to be pretty cool. Uh and then other than that, we got the last blockbuster. We're going to oh, be going down to awesome. California to hit up. 
We're, yeah, man. We're going to hit up Bodega Bay. We're going down there. Uh, I think we're going to Yellowstone. I think they want to go to Reno. And I'm just like, God damn, we're getting so close to Eddie. But <laughs> so, Reno's still far away. But, uh, it is. I was like, I was last week years old when I found out Vegas wasn't as far up in Nevada as I thought it was. So <laughs> I thought it was like up towards the top. I don't know why I thought that. No, so down near the tip. Not not super far down near the tip, but you know. It's in the hot ass tip. It is a hot ass tip. But uh but before <laughs> Before I go into my pickups, uh, I broke my fucking ball. Is all I have to say. So I'm very particular when it comes to my water pipes, is what I'm going to call it. Uh, I like to have it clean. I usually clean it every day, clean it with some alcohol, with a mixture of a little bit of hot water, gets everything off it, cleans it. Well, I I dropped it and it like tilted over on the counter, so I caught it. But then the percolator on the inside is a tree limb percolator. The fuck's a percolator? Fucking shattered. It's basically, so the way a water pipe works is the water sits in the bottom with a down stem that basically the water filters the smoke and it comes up. A percolator is a second basically form of the bottom part. So it basically gives you double filtration so it gets out all the bad shit and you only get the good shit. Can you still use your bomb? basically... Yeah, I basically went from a two filter down to a one filter. Okay. So I'm still Sucks, oh, I, I was but... like, God damn it, I broke it. <laughs> like, like the minute I broke it, I was like, I can still smoke from this. this <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I've smoked from worse. We're good. <laughs> uh and then oh man, okay, so I wanna save So the first thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna work from the dock and I'm gonna work my pickups backwards. So I have an update for anyone that's been following us. For a while now on the fabled retro video game lot that my cousin's roommate had told me he had needless to say i'm gonna run down a few things a power glove uh kirby's dreamland 3 uh zelda minish cat pokemon diamond a n64 ram expander uh donkey kong 64 uh i'm supposed to pick it up tomorrow so I will let you get. I will tell y'all I got a very good deal on it. That's all I'm going to say. You got you two know how much I paid for it. You two know how much it's worth. I got a very good deal yes. on it. So I'm hoping. Also, too, he's like, hey, because I, I was like, hey, man, do you want me to pay you up front or do you mind if I can test all these games and then pay you? He goes, I don't mind test letting you test them and then you can pay me. And I was like, fuck yes, this is the perfect deal. So I'm waiting for something to be really wrong with this deal. I bet you the power glove that's doesn't how work. I am. Pretty much. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. But if it doesn't work, it's still a nice thing to be like, oh, he's got one in the background there. So, like, I mean, how many fucking people are like, I've got to play Mario 3 on my power glove? Like, nobody What does game, like, like, works with the power glove really well? I don't even know if Mario 3 does. I'm just basing it off the fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's supposed it's the power glove is supposed to work with all major, if not all North American um Nintendo games. However, the only one it really worked on from what I understood was uh Rad Racer because of the movie. And then uh okay. I want to say Super Mario Brothers 3 or Castlevania was one of them. That was actually what that worked what? really well with it. I, I don't, still uh, have not seen that movie. The Wizard California. Think, yeah, if you've never seen it, it's one of those movies where nostalgia plays a big factor into it. Okay. 
So I'm probably not so going to like it. I don't think it. you're going to like it. Okay, cool. You're probably not going to like it. You hated Scott Pilgrim. Fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like I don't that know. Movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that because I I watched The Wizard for it the entire like for the first time in its entirety like 2 3 years ago. It was okay. Didn't hate it, yeah. but it was okay. You know. But you like right, the I'm going to run through this. I don't like the 80s. It's true. I'll wear yeah, I'll wear the power glove during streams. That'll be a redemption. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, quick run through from this list. Uh, list of Power Glove compatible games: uh, Alpha Mission, Anticipation, Bad Street Brawler, Blades of Steel, Blaster Master, Castlevania, Castlevania Two, Contra, Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Junior, Double Dragon, Super Mario, Super Mario, Super Mario Bros. One, Three is not even on here. That movie's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that movie. Fuck you for uh, was it? Fred Savage? Yeah, Fred Savage. Uh, Anyway. But yeah, I will have a better update on that uh, after two weeks of not being on this podcast. So uh, I'll let you guys know that. I got some new floor lights. uh, for This is going to work great for audio, so whatever. But I got some... You can kind of see them behind me. There's a little bit of an orange, like a a pink underneath that table, and there's a blue coming from here. Uh... Eddie and I, we're familiar with the Twitch streamer and the YouTube person, Nutty. Uh, he's one of the reasons why we've set up some pretty cool stream layouts and shit like that. But he recommended some of these floor lights just for aesthetics, and I am a fucking sucker when it comes to lighting. I have prob- I have two LED panels, two floor lights, I have three ring lights. I like to be prepared. Uh, but these things are really nice. My only problem is I bought the version that you control with your phone, and now my fear is like, oh, what happens in five years if the fucking app crashes? And how, am I going to be able to use these goddamn lights now? But just never turn whatever. them off. Never turn them. Never off. turn yeah. them off. So they'll die before the app. Exactly. Does. Gotcha. There you go. So- <laughs> and then you could buy new lights, got- and then you're justified in making that purchase. That's you're welcome. You know me all too well. You're sir. welcome. Uh, I think I talked to you guys about my Super Famicom lots that I insanely bought. One that was in uh, the American Mercari, and then one I was like, I'm going to experiment with the Japanese Mercari. Uh, both of these motherfuckers came in on the same day. And I'm grabbing things right now so I can show y'all. So the uh, the one that I got from Japan, uh, the purchase itself was $66. And then... Uh, it shipped to a warehouse, which then I had to pay shipping from that warehouse to me, and the shipping was $45. So we've paid about $100 for this lot, but we got 11 games out of it. We got Super Donkey Kong Country 3. We got Super Mario Collection. We've got Super Mario Kart, Yoshi's Island. We got Kirby Bowl, which is in Japan it's called Kirby Bowl, but here it's called Kirby's Dream Course. Uh bomberman 5 so now i own five bomberman games on super famicom i did not know but this is one of the puyo puyo games uh it's completely in japanese so i did not know what it was until i booted it that's up. uh kirby's um what is it the, what's it avalanche kirby's avalanche in the u.s well this is not kirby no no no, no. so not... dr robotnik's mean bean machine and kirby's avalanche oh, yeah. were repurposed in the united states because no one knows what the fuck a puyo is <laughs> <laughs> i do remember that yeah but and then we all i got this game i don't know what it is i it's move, from taito can't over see it, yeah 
I can't see it. Well, hold. On. I'm showing. To your right. right. Sorry, there you I'm go. looking. I'm showing it for the stream camera. But this is some game with an old man on it. I don't know what it is. When I booted it up, it was just like, "Here's an essay you need to read." There's, I was like, "Okay." There's actually a code on those games labels. I can find out what it is. It should be like some letters and then a bunch of numbers behind it. Uh, the only one that I'm seeing right now, it looks like all these Super Famicoms do have something, is like an SHVC. It's all letters. Yeah, keep going. Uh, A-K-K-J and then J-P-N. P as in uh, purple. That is... Jinsei Gekijo? Daikaiju Monogatari Story. It's a seventeen dollar game. There's a drunk guy on the front. Yes. So. <laughs> yes, I had a sequel. Uh, I got super. I got Super Mario World, and then I got this weird fucking bus game that has a weird demon lady face on it. The number for this one is S H V C A H, eight J, J P N, and it is a game from Hudson Soft. Yes. Yeah, so that is uh, uh, Momotaro Electric Railway Happy. Dentetsu table game. Yeah, it was insane when I booted it it's up. A, it's right. a $30 game. <laughs> what? Yeah! <laughs> yeah dude, you want to buy a game? <laughs> and then uh, behind me, I got the Kirby Superstar Ultra. Nice. That one's playing on the TV behind nice. me. Nice. Uh, but no, pretty sure I own. I didn't own it. I had four of these games already, so I'm going to sell the extra ones that I have. Uh, let me show you guys. I did not know, I did not know that Super Famicoms really don't have a bottom box part. It's just like styrofoam sitting in the top part of the box, mm-hmm. which threw me the fuck off. But here we go. This is a really nice boxed Super Famicom. I've always wanted one of these, and uh, both of them work. Both of them are in great condition. So, uh, yeah, the box. I'm so surprised with the box. Like this thing. I did not know. That the Super Famicom, when you turned it on, it actually has a thing that locks the cartridge in place. The Super Nintendo does not lock it in. I could walk by and just rip the cartridge out super easy. But with the Super Famicom, it locks in. And I was very happy. So, this, the, the Super Nintendo does have a locking mechanism. You're not supposed to be able to just rip that bitch out. Well, I'm wondering. I tested it on the one that I removed the pin or the extra plastic. So I could play Super for uh, Super Famicom games mm-hmm. on it. So I'm wondering if that had something to do with it, maybe. Yeah, because no, yeah, you're supposed know. to pop it out because there's a ridge that clicks in that's supposed to mm-hmm. hold that cartridge in there, and you're supposed to hit the yeah, release it's this button. This ridge right here. Well, no, 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 I'm talking about this the the Super Nintendo uh, games, the the American games. You're not supposed to. Yeah, just rip they had the ridges like that. Yeah, too. yeah. I don't. I don't. I think, know, maybe I'm strong. No, no, I don't think the Super or Nintendo. Or you wore out the the locking mechanism. No, I like don't it's, think the it's, Super Nintendo had it, dude. Because I, I know exact, I know exactly what uh, Corey's talking about. Because I used to do it all the time too. They're not. It it doesn't work as well. It's a, if it was it was if it was intentional. It doesn't. It's work low as well. resistance. It's low resistance. Yeah. It's not like fucking. Oh, I can't get this fucking bitch out. The Famicom one's high resistance. Okay. <laughs> Try it out. But then I got Try it out, Corey. Baby. Go get your Famicom. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck that. I'll do it on the Super Nintendo. I have two of them, bitches. So. <laughs> Uh, but then I got this Super Game Boy complete inbox, the Japanese version. I already, 
I already had the American version or the North American version. Uh, but the reason that I so this one and a Super Famicom were in a lot together for one hundred and forty dollars, and I was like, mm. but then I looked the price of this up and price charting. I don't know if it's because there hasn't been many listings lately, but this is valued at one hundred and fifty dollars complete in box. Japanese and Japanese. I looked it up. I'm price charting. Granted, I looked it up a week ago, so it might have changed. But I was like, if that's actually worth $150, then I'm going to sell that bitch. So. Who knows? But no. What you I'm say? Like, who knows? The retro, the retro game collect, the retro collecting game right now is so odd. I saw somebody post. It is. Somebody post a link. I don't know if you saw it, that they were trying to sell Home Improvement on the SNES for like 1200 bucks. That's egregious. They're. They're starting to do that shit on Mercari. People are like, I got this complete inbox Super Famicom game for $200. I'm like, that is worth 40 So, we talked about it before, how this shit is happening. And I'm pretty sure we don't approve of it. So, <laughs> But, no. That's basically all I've got off for my weeks. I now own Super, uh, Super Famicoms. Two Super Famicoms, so I'm happy about that. So if anybody wants to buy one, you better hit me up with cash. Nice. Two dollars. <laughs> no. I said hit me up with reasonable oh. cash. There we go. I'm amending A it. A new bomb. But, uh, I already ordered uh. one. <laughs> 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 I ordered a smaller one, and it was only $60. So fuck off. And I'm also going to the West Coast, so I'm going to hit up some head shops. That, but anyway. that, super, that super Game Boy that you were talking about, is it clear or is it gray? It's the gray one. Oh, then, it's wow, that person's stupid. I don't know what to tell you. So I'm not crazy. You're not crazy. It, it's like, worth money. <laughs> I'm looking up. Let me see if I get. Let me look up the, the complete box. Okay. I'm going over to the newsroom so people can see this as I look mm-hmm. it up. Uh, super Game Boy. Because it's not the second one. It is the first one. Because I do, I would like to have a second one. A lot of speedrunners use the second yeah, it's one. It's currently 196 Oh, no, that's the American version. My bad. Uh, here we go. Why went up? It was 150 not fucking two weeks ago. So, hold on. Hold on, I'm looking at it on Amazon. And they're Uh-oh. selling this shit for like 25 bucks. Yeah, but I'm a credible seller. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's good. Uh, I'll sell it for a hundred dollars right now. Anyone who wants to buy nope. it. <laughs> nope. All right. Well, that's all I got. So I got to piss real bad. So I think we should go on break real quick. Yep. Check. 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 We're good. All right, Eddie. What's going on with wrestling, dude? Uh, honestly, it's crazy. This. Uh, so in the last year. Let's, let's, let's start off from the beginning. In the last year, since the pandemic happened, uh, WWE has had major releases um, multiple times. Uh, this one we're going to talk about today in particular is going to be the fifth one. But it's, I think, the more impactful one just because of the personnel that they released. Now, not saying that the people... and when, hold, hold on. When you say release, you mean release from their WWE contract, Correct, yes. Right? Yeah, okay. correct. So, not to say that the people that were released before were not, you know, uh, what was the word? I had the train of thought, and it was cut off. Uh, <laughs> uh, not to discredit important. their talent, their, yeah, their discredit their talent or their importance to the company and stuff like that, because it was like actual personnel, uh, including referees, uh, makeup artists, and all that stuff, and the actual WWE superstars. But this one in particular had multiple 
champions, like actual champions, and people that they had coming out on TV and were in the middle of storylines and promos that were actively on TV. Um, some of them were very were surprised. Well, uh, were not a surprise. Uh, in turn, Aleister Black, uh, who's been having issues with the WWE ever since his wife, who also worked on there, um, had tried to form a union of wrestlers, and WWE didn't have it. They were just like, "Nope, like you're gone." We're f- yeah, Vince ain't letting. Yeah, that we're, you were firing you, and it was like an, in the midst of the whole like WWE trying to take their likeness away for the Twitch streamers as well. And so mm-hmm. she was a Twitch streamer and everything, so it just didn't go really well. So I was kind of expecting Aleister Black to fizz out at some point, but was very surprised yeah. when he was having vignettes and actually, like, literally a week before, had a storyline just, like, implemented, and he started attacking another superstar to build the storyline. And then they're just like, nope, you're gone. So... They didn't renew it? That's No, weird. no, it's not even about renewing. It's about they're just letting them go. Like, hey, we're releasing you. Like, we're, we have the power to say, like, yeah, fuck yeah like, we don't life. care. We're just, you're gone. Um, and there's a lot of speculation of everything that's going on. But the big one right here is that guy you see pictured on there, Braun Strowman, who is legitimately right now the cash cow for WWE. He is billed as the next big giant in, like, Andre, okay. Big Show. The Great Kali. That's this guy. Country strong, built, like, and he was last year headlining WrestleMania. Took the title from Goldberg. Is was a universal champion. And they just said, Hey, you're gone. And so people are freaking out. Like people are trying to figure out like why is this happening? Yeah. Like these these are talented people. These are people that like you want to have on your staff on there. You know what I mean? Like you want them to be WWE superstars. And I think he had just recently renewed his contract too. So it's the rumors start flying around. And the big one is is that like right. WWE is pl- apparently planning to sell the company with a big with the big buyer being Disney. Disney's trying to dip their toes in that apparently. What the fuck is Disney going to do with it? I have no idea, but own it and let it keep doing the crazy shit and racking in the money that's racking. Yeah, in. but apparently, like that's the big rumor on there that they're trying to basically like. I, I guess when you're like selling a company, like this is what you do is like liquef- liquefy assets or unnecessary liquidate. Yeah. liquidate, yeah, liquidate assets and like unnecessary um, possible not burdens but liabilities, and so. It seems like that is like the route that they're going to go to. And it's kind of interesting because Vince McMahon has always had this idea of running or owning his own actual NFL team, which is why the XFL exists. tried it. Which is why the XFL exists because he couldn't own his own NFL team, but the XFL faltered so many times. And then they announced that the United States Football League is making a comeback in 2022. So a lot of people are probably like, are saying that like he's selling the company so he can rack up the money and buy his own team for the USFL. I genuinely don't know what the hell's going on. It's just really, really crazy. Um, as we've seen, like there's other promotions that are thriving during the pandemic. It's not like WWE didn't make its money either. They actually came out on top during the pandemic but it's just it's just wild, man, and it really hit the IWC, the Internet Wrestling Community, very, very, not hard, but just very weird. Yeah, there is a IWC. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm not laughing at that. Chet said, "Does this make Triple H a Disney princess?" <laughs> there is there is an episode of him and his wife Stephanie McMahon 
on Jimmy Fallon singing the song to uh, what's the um, the one that The Rock just came out with the Hawaiian movie, the uh, Mo- Moana? Moana. Yeah, Moana. Moana. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was not Mulan, yeah. like you were gonna say. <laughs> Can we? Is it just safe to say that AEW is better than WWE in every way? I mean, now? the thing about it, AEW is doing a lot of things differently. They just came off one of their biggest pay per views too, and they've had a couple of surprises. Mark Henry just signed up with them, so they got another big guy over there now too. God, Mark Henry's fucking like not. He's just a huge, physically big yep. guy, <laughs> and he's got and he's, he brings a lot of. Ta- and that's the thing about it. It's just like so you got people like Paul White, aka the Big Show, over there. You got Mark Henry over there now too. Why not have somebody like Braun Strowman under their wing in AEW? You know yeah. what I mean? And and it's it's showing like with more people being released from WWE, they're finding more avenues to go to. And it's not like they're not paying. Like you can go to AEW and make the same type of WWE money, if not more. You know. It's just yeah. it's just weird. This this worries me for like I'm a huge I really like the New Day, not because of the wrestling. Yeah. Just I like the New Day well, in general. Well, see, that's the interesting thing too because I I didn't send it to you guys, but there is a rumor list because apparently there's going to be this is the week if it happens. If not this week, um, then they're okay. But there's supposedly another rumored list with uh, twelve more superstars, and that includes Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods of the New Day. To be released. But not Big E? But not Big E. See, the thing about it is that Vince McMahon likes his big men. He's always been about that. Yeah, he does. So it's very surprising, though, that he let go of Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman's built 6'8", 344 pounds. He's a fucking powerhouse, man. I'm also worried because, like, Dan Reichard, formerly of uh, Giant Bomb, works for wwe like he writes for wwe and works on the storylines and all that yeah. shit like what the fuck's gonna happen to him if they sell who Disney? knows like maybe that's why he's he's streaming so much now and becoming a big streamer yeah, there's there's so many things going on about it like i said and it's just all speculation but it's just really weird of how they're going about it uh there was even one uh the way wwe works right if you're not under their umbrella then you technically don't exist so they won't mention you they won't yeah. say anything and Brock Lesnar's name was dropped recently in one of the storylines. So there's rumor that Brock Lesnar is supposed to be coming back. And this is the reason oh, why God. that they're, liqu- they're liquidating like these are liquefied, whatever, you know, releasing these superstars. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. Brock Lesnar's the type of dude that charges a million dollars per TV taping. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like. Brock Lesnar for people that don't know him. So, <laughs> so who knows? Not a fan of him and his dumb sword tactic. Yeah, who knows? I mean, there, there's so many things. Like I said, they, they got the Fox deal, the Fox Studio deal. They The WWE Network just went under not too long ago. And, you know, they, they teamed up with Peacock. They went under. Yeah. WWE chose mm-hmm. to say, like, hey, we're cutting our losses with the network. Um, the WWE Network will be available in Europe and India. But as far as the United States goes, it's completely gone. And if you want our services, you can go through Peacock. Yep. The NBC streaming app. Mm-hmm. Called it years ago. I fucking called this years yeah. ago. That every every TV station was going to have its own fucking streaming service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, no, it's it's definitely interesting. We'll see what happens. There's going to be, if anything does happen, it'll be happening this week. But like I said, it was just very weird, especially for these people, because Aleister Black was an NXT slash uh, tag team uh, tournament champion. Uh, Braun Strowman was a multiple tag team champion and universal champion. 
Um, yeah, it's just it's just weird. It's just very, very, very odd and very weird. Um, and you got people like Ro- I just love the new yeah, I, dude, yeah. But you got people like Ruby Riot, Buddy Murphy, um, fantastic mm. people too, and Buddy Murphy in particular, uh, recently tag champion and was like the third or fourth cruiserweight, the variation the of WWE's cruiserweight, you know, uh, champion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, is is Asuka is she WWE? Asuka is WWE, yes. Which interesting. Yeah. Which interesting fun fact about Asuka that I just found out about because I knew that she in Japan when she was doing the uh, the Joshi wrestling out there she also had like a lingerie magazine and a video game magazine okay. as well yeah but the fun fact because That's cool. Virtu- because Virtual Fighter is coming back again yeah yes she did the yep. mocap for some of the characters on there specifically Vanessa and a couple other characters too yeah. yeah. That's pretty fucking cool. Like to be like, "Hey, we need you to mocap in this actual legit this fighting game with legit fighting styles." Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still I'm still waiting to run into her. She lives in this city. There yeah. you go. It's time to get back out there, yeah. man. <laughs> but but yeah, that's the news I got. Um so we're still tripping out about it. People are still talking about it and speculating what's going to happen, who's going to show up in AEW or New Japan as the world opens up and they start touring. But we'll see. Cool. Nice. Nice, That'll nice, nice. Okay, so uh, I guess I guess I have like all the fucking the stupid ass shit. I guess uh, you chose yeah, it. I did choose it. <laughs> Artist says Capcom stole her photos for Resident Evil: Devil May Cry uh, in a lawsuit. Capcom Weird. has been accused of um, stealing the works and assets of a second artist this year, uh, as litigation is expected to begin later on. Uh, designer Judy A. Jurak, or Jurassic, I guess you could say Jurassic. I guess that's the proper pronunciation for it. Sure. I'm going to go ahead and say it's Jurachek. Jurachek? Jurachek. Sure. So Judy A. Jurachek filed her initial complaint with the Connecticut court uh, on Friday, alleging that Capcom used photos from her copyrighted book, Surfaces, in multiple games, including Resident Evil 4, Devil May Cry, and other well-known titles. Published in 1996, uh, Surfaces is a collection of over 1,200 photographs and textures that Juracek photographed herself, intended to be used as visual research for artists, architects, and designers. The book, however, had a CD-ROM with it. That this was something that was actually like super common back in the 90s. And I know this because uh, some of the high end porn magazines would come with CD ROMs where you can download the uh, the images from the magazine on the computer. And look at this bougie bitch over here. And <laughs> this book had a CD ROM. Uh, but Jurchek claims that any commercial use uh, required the organizations to contact her directly in order for them to use it. Well, obviously Capcom never contacted her. Otherwise we wouldn't be having this conversation. Jurtek offers 80 photographs of evidence, comparing them against assets like Res- the Resident Evil 4 logo, uh, assets from Resident Evil remake, uh, assets from Devil May Cry. And she said that she would have never known about Capcom using these assets if it wasn't for the massive data leak back in 2020 when the personnel, the personal information of hundreds of thousands of people that Capcom had been 
employing and contact with business people, fucking shareholders, all that information was leaked out because not only was that information leaked out, but also included launch plans for Resident Evil Village, source code, and high-resolution photographs and artwork from various games. Turns out, at least one of the high-res photos matched a file name from her CD-ROM of Surfaces. Ooh. Damn! Someone that got real lazy at Capcom, and they were just like, whatever. Their lawyers submitted the, the case against them, and they showed off the evidence. And they were just like, what are the chances that, that Juracek would take these photos of different textures, of like marble textures, and an artist would use the same exact design down to like the the way that they fucking cross with each other and the curves that they have and the the ridges and it, it it's insane it's absolutely insane and it's it is a one for one dude it is a one for fucking one yeah they didn't even try no and and the thing is it's like nobody would have known who'd have known they they took an eight year old CD an eight year old book from another country and they were just like fuck it let's go. Let's fucking do this. No one's going to know. No one's going to know. Capcom might be in legit yeah. bolt like trouble for this. Oh, no, no, no. So the their lawyers are asking for a minimum of $12 million plus $25,000 for each copyright infringed. And right now that's 80. So we're probably looking oh. at closer to about a 15-60 million dollar lawsuit, which Capcom has the money to fight that, or Capcom has the money to, say, they have to, to, million easy, to pay but... that. But this isn't the only time that yeah. they've done this. They've also stolen uh, the propeller monster from Resident Evil Village from a Dutch filmmaker named Richard Rappahorst. And they didn't use that shit. I think I do remember Yeah, we that. talked about that earlier in the year. So the thing is, it's just like, if you're finding this out now, what else have they stolen? Because you get away with it once... You either do it once and never again, or you do it more than once, and it's just fucking running rampant. Once yeah, is I think, once. I don't think Chad under Chad doesn't understand kind of what's going on. Right what do you now. mean? <laughs> They're like, no, it's a sixteen-year-old game. They would have figured it out. I'm like, they no. would have. No one ever would have figured any of this shit out if it wasn't for that leak that happened no. in 2020. No way. Like, you don't have artists that are sitting there waiting for every single game to come out. And they're just like, oh, I wonder where these these fucking things. So, like, this lady has to be, like, at in her 50s, 60s, at least. At least. Yeah. She would have never known. And the thing is, like, the, the biggest well... tip was, hey, this file name looks familiar. Where'd this come from? Didn't even change the file if name. If I stole some, I'd be changing fucking everything. Yeah, you could change it to stolen Fucking file. Everything. At least, at least, it would be different. <laughs> <laughs> at least you could have pinned it on something else. Yeah, be like, ah, oh, this was a disgruntled employee. Like that's what it and was. And they would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Goddamn data leaks. <laughs> Shit's crazy, bro. Oh man, this is great. I love this guy. Oh no, it's no I chat. Oh. I said that these photos were eight years from when they were released. So. Resident Evil 4 came out when? It was for the GameCube. It's roughly 2003, 2004. If, these, if this book came out in 1996, that's roughly about seven, eight years. So they're old yeah, as shit. When that game came out. The yeah. leak came out in 2020. Yeah. 
So the images are even older than like they're not even ugh, Jesus, like you said, a total of like almost thirty years. I mean, it's maybe like twenty something. Years. It's That's pushing it. images. It's pushing it. Yeah. That's crazy. They just straight up. If this is to be proven true, this is just straight up plagiarism. Shit's crazy. Goddamn thievery. Thievery. What? So, I mean, like you said, though, like, Capcom's got the money. Like, they could just totally just pay the 50, bu- 50 million, not 50 bucks. <laughs> That's just not 50 bucks. No, they, they can definitely pay that shit off. What a hell of a payday to get in your 50s or 60s, though, right? Yeah, but that would suck because you're only getting it in your 50s and 60s. No, do you know how? Yeah, look, let's still... say out of, you got about maybe 30 years left. I'm fucking ballering out. Like, I'm going insane if I got 50 million <laughs> and I only got 30 years left to live. Maybe on a good day. That's like, like a million and a half a year. Yeah, I'm going to buy. How much is this house? I'm buying it. <laughs> I have seven. So. Oh, I, I love yeah, it. In the end, in the end she's still well, going to be able to enjoy some of that money, whether it be whatever her lifespan is. I mean, still, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and I mean, she, she also gets retribution on her stolen assets. Mm-hmm. So, well, not retribution, but like justification is what it is. Right. Well, that's good news. I got some more good news to share with you. That was not you good news. Not, uh... That was not good news. <laughs> it's good news for Jurassic. Well, I mean, it hasn't been confirmed, right? It didn't... Again, she hasn't won. It... I still say her name is no. pronounced Jurassic, not Juratech. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> fucking dinosaurs. Holy shit. There you go. Uh, but no, I guess I'm going to move on to mine. Uh, Yuji Naka. Has left Square in it, Enix. Fuck him. Following Balen ba- Wonderworld. I always want to call it Wonderland. Flop. Oh, Chris doesn't like Yuji Naka. Fucking surprise. <laughs> no, Chris has, uh, I believe, uh, on record said that Yuji Naka's a hack. And that's exactly My exact sure words. My exact yeah. words. Uh, but as of May 6th, uh, Yuji Naka has officially announced his departure and possibly his retirement from the gaming industry completely uh, from Square Enix after the abysmal launch of the final project, Balin Wonderworld. Ba- Balin Wonderworld. Man, but for people that don't know who you, uh, Naka is, he's best known for his programming on the original Sonic the Knuckles game. He Only was Sonic Knuckles? In the creation. Not Sonic and Knuckles, sorry. Sonic the Hedgehog. And then also Sonic 3, and then Sonic and Knuckles, and then also he worked on uh, the one of the biggest ones that he, like, that Scotty loves, Nights into Dreams. Yes. So that's why a lot of people were just like, oh, this is a new Nights into Dreams game, and if you actually look at any of the reviews, it's not at all. <laughs> but uh, it was, I think, Balen Wonderworld only sold like 21,000 copies in Japan, like the opening week. It, I That's think bad. it was less than that because I remember Matt McMuscles coming out with a video saying what they sold in Japan, and it was less than what they sold uh, Anarchy Reigns in its first week. And I'm just like, hell yeah! Anarchy Reigns wins! <laughs> Let's go! The better game won, so... Uh, I have watched videos. I've watched review videos of Balen Wonderworld. I'm good. It looks like it's just got a terrible, like, costume system. The controls feel look like they feel clunky. Camera angles look terrible. The, what is it? There, there's always, like, at the end of every level or, like, the boss battles, you basically turn into Balen and you do this. It always plays the same fucking cutscene. 
every Almost. time. I was watching Donkey play Almost. it. I've, I've played this fucking shit storm of a game. Uh, so, yes. Whenever you get, like, one of those uh, those trophies or some shit like that, there's, like, some event that takes place where you allow – you play as Balin, who is the coolest fucking character in the game. Like, he's got really great – That's a loose turn. He's got really good design. Like, honestly, he's got really cool design compared to well, everything it else. Went. It stopped after Yeah, that. and all it is is a QTE of, like, you're going to match the picture? I could do that on my phone. You ever see, like, any of those stupid Facebook gifts where it's just, like, match Homer Simpson into his fucking cutout where yeah. he's eating the donut? Yeah. And it's just, like, I could do that on my phone. I don't know why this is a requirement for me to get a fucking trophy. Why are there there's so many costumes? So the the intention the intention was that each costume would feature a unique action. So instead of having like, you know, multiple actions like X does this, Y does this, B does this, all the buttons are the same. You just change between what costume that you're wearing. You can only wear three costumes at one time. But if you finish the level with your costumes, they get to carry over into your next stage. And you can stockpile costumes. So then it becomes a thing of, okay, I need one costume that can jump because there's no jump button in this fucking game. And then I need an Ugh. attack and I probably need some other form of mobility. And then there's going to be the level gimmick, which is either like I turn into a fucking sunflower and I get really, really tall, and then the rest of my body catches up with me in order for me to get on certain platforms. Except it doesn't work. <laughs> Except it doesn't work. The game is bad, okay? The game is shit. It's a shitty version of that Mario Odyssey. Yeah, program. no. It's bad. The, like, the entire game is a fucking dumpster fire. So, the whole thing was, this was Yuji Naka's one chance to show Square Enix that he can make a, a, a platformer worth some level of value there are reports and where square enix is just like no they're pulling the demo off they're pulling it off of fucking store shelves they're trying to forget that this thing this exists <laughs> right and so recently yeah. we found a facebook post at megavisions that yuji naka uh left the company april 1st which i think is when the game came out and when the game came out, they were just like, no, no, I'm out. Peace. That's literally it. a week after, yeah. He's like, I'm not even waiting on the numbers on this one. Yeah, literally but a week after. The game came out March 26. March 26. Okay. Five days later, mm -hmm. he put in his resignation. Well, I don't know if you saw the scoring, but he put out one of the worst written Instagram posts I have ever seen. Oh, hold on. Yeah, I saw And that. he was just like, I have stepped down from Square Enix, uh, and I will tell my story of what happened. So there's either some sort of corporate drama that happened in the background where maybe he got Hideo kojima or something. But the thing is, is that Yuji, I was talking about it with the, the Megavisions guys on their podcast and chat. And I'm like, Yuji Naka is not an easy man to work for. And he is a man that rode his fucking early talents to the fucking grave at Sega. You look at the lat, you look at starting from like PSU, Fantasy Star Universe, 
all the way to his last game that he produced, where that was Sonic Riders. And you tell me if there was quality that was being produced. That man did not manage shit. He was just like, I made Sega, I made Knights, I made Sonic. Meanwhile, he releases a fucking shit show like Billy Hatcher. <laughs> Billy Hatcher's better than Balin Wonderland, or Wonder World. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, you're not wrong. If the bar's that fucking low. You're not wrong. Like, <laughs> well, and I, I feel like he's gonna... He's not... I guarantee I you he's not leaving the fucking spotlight. He's gonna try to pull some other fucking bullshit. Do I think that he's gonna do it with, like, well, Prope? Which he's the only fucking employee for because he still has that fucking bullshit going on. No? Um, I, I think, think he's going to... I think... Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I think that he's going to try to insert himself on some sort of, like, chairman of the board at not a high-level publisher, but probably, like, a popular indie or starry-eyed indie developer. Maybe he pulls uh, oh. an Inafune and releases the next Mighty Number no. 9. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, that was Ball in Wonderland. With the... Pe- but I mean, it, yeah, I mean, like, Ball, <laughs> that essentially is is it. The difference was is that nobody, like, they didn't crowdfund it. They used Square Enix money to waste. True. I crowdfunded fucking Mighty Number no. 9, and I got pizza fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's the meme, is that the explosions yeah. in that game look pizza like fire, they yeah. just took a picture of a top yeah. of a pepperoni pizza. The announcer calls you a virgin, too. It was great. Did yeah. it really? Go watch the trailer for Mighty Number no. Nine, I don't bro. That. I don't it know is watch it. fucking gold. I also feel like Yuji Naka won't take the blame that the game was just bad. He'll just be like, "No, I I made a game for a generation that doesn't understand my game." Yep, it's not me that's wrong. It's the children. Yep. Or what if it's the opposite? I mean, you can only like what if like yeah like what if like he. Because he says he's got something up. His cryptic tweet or Instagram post says that he's going to tell his story. What if, like, he didn't even get to create the game he wanted? And Square Enix was like, no, this is what you're doing. I don't know about... I mean, there is a possibility. But I don't know how probable it is. But what if? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Go ahead, Eddie. Just bet it all on black. Bet everything on fucking. You got a fifty-fifty shot. (laughs) I think it's lower than that because he's picking a number. But goddamn, that is the news. (laughs) That's what we got. News. Fuck this shit. I hate video games. (laughs) I'm going to play indie games. I'm playing Mighty Goose. The game looks fun. At least with indie games, if it sucks, then I'm like, I'm not out sixty (laughs) dollars. That's a sixty-dollar game too. Fifty if you play on Switch. Balin was a. Are you I'm kidding dead me? fucking serious. That shit was fucking. That expensive. was a full fledged game, yeah. Ugh. Triple A gaming. Anyway, uh, next segment is right, the questions. <laughs> if you've got questions, join the fucking Discord. Yeah. Just join the fucking Discord. I'm tired of the spiel. Join the fucking Discord. And today we've got we've got a few. We've got more than a few. I'm surprised how many questions we've got today. We didn't have any last week. We didn't have week. any last week. Everyone was just like, Nintendo Bauer, we're going to go listen to the, the fucking podcast recording. It's actually one of our more there popular episodes. Thank you, Nintendo Bauer, for showing up. Anyway, uh, question number one, Ace and Fernape, what's y'all's favorite song about a gaming character? I'm going to I'm gonna take the liberty and say maybe main character's theme songs can be counted with this. I like uh, Big Bad Boss's Angel, the song about Sephiroth. Okay. 
That song's really good. It's got a really good, uh, what is it, uh, Nate Wants to Battle is actually the voice of Sephiroth in that, and he's singing it and all that. Song's good. The, the lyrics don't make the song. It's the fucking music that they remixed from Final Fantasy VII and Sephiroth's theme that makes it sound I great. have to hear that version because Richard E. Flat uh, came out with a cover with Christina V and Caleb something. Yes, I know what you're talking I'm about. I'm not a fan of it. I don't this like the vocals. This is not a re. It's not. Angel is not a remix of the original. Like it's music wise, yes, but it does have its own lyrics and goofiness and all that stuff. But uh, it's unfortunately the best song on that album. I've tried to listen to Big Bad Bosses multiple times. I'm like, I like the people that made this. They're good people. I want to give it a shot. And uh, not for you. Uh, it's just it's just not that good to me. I'm, I'm not big. Well, I, I didn't really get the humor, and I laugh at everything. And I know. I was just like, okay, not mine. I'm glad they started with the strongest song first. So there we nice. go. Um, uh, are we are we talking actually? Because like you said, the whole theme song thing would count as like an option or a choice. But are can we include like parodies, like songs that Starbomb has done? I think that can count because he's like, yeah. what are y'all's favorite songs that is about a gaming character? I feel my choice was technically a parody. I. I would say that's more of a cover, though. Is it a cover? A little bit of column okay, A, a little bit sure. of column B. Uh, I think that anything from Starbomb counts. I think that anything, you know, that's similar to what Starbomb does counts. And I think Crasher maybe even fucking uh, character theme songs, because that's technically about the character. Yeah. If we're going with Starbomb, Crashervania is really, really good. I don't good. remember that one. <laughs> that one's... It's the Castlevania one where Simon Belmont is up all the monsters trying to have a party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's really funny. <laughs> I have to check yeah. it out. I uh, two came into mind. One is a Starbomb one, which is uh, I like. The, I think it's called Luigi's Ballad. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah that's the first big hit. Yeah, off of their first that, that was a good one too. So Luigi's Ballad was a good one. And then um, I can't remember his name. He used to be big. Dan no, Avenue. he used to be big on YouTube. Um, the song is called "The Villain Raps." The villain theme song. I think it's what it's called, and it's basically he's singing and rapping about a about a, the villains going to a club, and they're all partying. But it's not just like video game villains. It's like like uh, you'll see like Jason Voorhees and like Freddy Krueger are up in there. And I'm trying to remember the guy's name because he was like really big early on the days of YouTube, and then he just like stopped. Like he just completely stopped. Hope it wasn't Shane. No, Dawson. no, no, not that guy. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. I looked up the villain's theme song in Spotify and nothing relevant. No, here, I'll those. find it. It wasn't on Spotify or anything like that. Like, uh, your favorite Martian okay. was the group that he had created. And uh, I've yeah, heard it, of that band. I don't know anything about them. If you see the guy, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. Uh, Ray Johnson was his name? Ray William Johnson. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I've never seen this, Eddie. <laughs> I don't know what the like fuck I'm talking yes. I am sorry. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's this, this guy. is uh, 10 years ago, man. Yeah, 10 years ago. That's true. Well, here he is. This is his Yeah, face. that guy. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Well, there you go. Okay. Did, what about you, Chris? Did you say uh, No, I haven't, I haven't said anything yet. Uh, my favorite song, I mean, like... I love Guilty Gear music if it's going to fucking... I like Biken's theme song 
from Exard. I think that Biken's theme from Exard is fucking tits. After that, probably Souls. Give me a break. I mean... After that's probably May's new theme. Okay, so... <laughs> Fuck me! <laughs> I I don't hate it. It's it, I don't I don't really like the soundtrack from fucking Strive all that much. Um, I've I've got on record saying that uh, smell of the game is really shitty butt rock. It's just caught on to me, and I like the um, I like the fucking little V version of it. I'm just like okay, yeah, yeah I could fuck with that. I'm listening through the track record, like the tracks of that, and I'm just like there's like only like five or six songs from this album that i'm really like looking forward to listening to and like may's new theme is just a fallout boy song that's been up pitched like six times because it sounds just like a fucking fallout boy song i saw the video that you shared in the Discord. yeah i mean like so it's not a fallout boy song it's not like a song that they wrote but it just sounds like it's S. yeah it's it's fucking pop punk or whatever the fuck you'd want to say it is um man because xards like when i first heard heavy day i was like oh my god my penis is yeah no it's like heavy day is heavy day shotgun no head heavy day is great fucking break a spell is great want to be crazy sky should be high all those songs are fucking dope and a lot of the character themes i can just be like yeah this is good i'll listen to this i can't say the same thing about strive i like soul's theme i'm probably gonna like kai's theme because kai's theme is Soul's theme is very like, like Motorhead, like dirty fucking rock. Yeah. Uh, Kai's theme is yeah. power metal. You know, Nagori Yuki well, is like a go. mixture between like Rage Against the Machine and Red Hot Chili Peppers, and then you have the Red Hot Chili Pepper song, which is Giovanna's. But I'm not really, I'm not really high on that one. I'm not excited yeah. about this soundtrack. This is the first time I'm just like, at least the older songs are here. And that's really all I got to say on that. Just play Dragon Install, that theme, over and over again. You'll be fine. <laughs> ride the Fire? It's a stupid fucking name. Yeah, Ride the Damn. Fire. Fuck you. Ride the Fire is a no, good it's name. It's stupid. <laughs> the song's stupid, too. Anyway, that's uh, that's my... I pop it early so I can hear it the whole match. Nice. <laughs> and then all you do is fucking right, ground Viper across the fucking stage six times. Cause... Yeah, and I fuck up Johnny's all the time. Anyway, uh, HO Happy Dude says, I finally got my Neo Geo MVS working. It's about time that I start collecting Neo Geo games, right? My bucket list is only two games, SVC Chaos and Garou Mark of the Wolves. Is there some other games that y'all would recommend? Uh, I would recommend any of the Metal Slug games. Those are Metal Slug good. X. I like Metal Slug. Uh, what else we got? Uh... You got Garou. Garou's pretty good. I don't know. What do you What do you got, Chris? So, like, I immediately think of the fighting games. So you got Samurai Showdown four and five. You've got fucking the Last Blade two yep. or the Last Blade. Um, some of the the King of Fighter games. Yes, SVC Chaos. That game is garbage. I don't know why you're super excited about that game. That game is like legitimately <laughs> bad. Yes. I think that the coolest thing about SVC Chaos is the fact that you can play as Mega Man Zero from the Game Boy Advance games. I think that's pretty cool. Oh, cool. Um, but no, I don't like SVC Chaos all that much. It's not a very good game. The easy way to fix this is you get a 61-in-1 cart. 
I don't know the name of this game, but it's a racing game, and it's super fucking cool. It's an arcade racing game. It kind of reminds me of the old, um, the old RC games for the NES. Um, I wish I remember the name of it because, like, for what it was, I think the game that was released ninety three, and it is gorgeous for what it was. Um, we need Kusanagi here. Yeah, we definitely need Kusanagi here. Uh, but outside of that, uh, Puzzle Bobble or Bust a Move in the U.S. Yeah, those so are that good. game. Those are pretty, bro. Good. That. I whenever I have to fucking babysit, I just turn on the the fucking Neo Geo, and I just let them play Bust a Move, and they'll just sit there for fucking hours, hours. And you can get work. And I can get work and talk exactly, exactly. Good times all around. Eddie, do you have any input? I have no input on it to be completely honest with you. I'm I, sorry. I, yeah, it's one of those things. Like I, I'm hearing you guys out, and I, I think the surprising thing, if anything, um, is one you guys didn't mention any beat 'em ups. I not beat 'em ups. Uh, shoot 'em ups. I mean, shoot 'em ups. And I'm yeah, about to get to that because my favorite shoot 'em up on the Neo Geo is Blazing Star. Okay. Blazing Star. Blazing Star. Blazing Star is fairly good. But. Off the top of my head, from the games that I have played um, growing up as a kid, uh, I think it's the Super Sidekicks, the soccer one. There is a, uh, yeah, yeah, there is a, a Super Sidekicks for the Neo Geo. Oh yeah, that's the one where the the guy. Yeah, that's yeah where so the... Super Sidekicks two <laughs> yeah. in particular uh, is is okay. the better version, I think, of of those Super Sidekicks and um, Shock Troopers. That's what I would say. Shock Troopers is pretty good. I do like Shock yeah. Troopers. So there you go. Right on. There's some games for you to get. All right. Uh, Zombie Hunter asks, I don't know if this has been asked before, which this one has not, so I'm proud of you. Uh, but what, what is your go-to game soundtrack? For instance, with myself, I usually go to Bioshock just because I love the old-time music myself. All right. Let, let me get my shit out the way. And this time... I'm going to remove the obvious because that would be the answer. So if you thought that I was going to say GG, yes, all of them. I like the Doom soundtracks, especially Doom 1. I think the Doom Doom 1 soundtrack is better than Doom 2. Um, and I also hmm, – hmm. I like some of the Pokemon soundtracks, but I don't necessarily go for the actual soundtracks. I like a lot of the remixes out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Shin Megami Tensei and Persona 5, specifically Persona 5, also have really great music. But again, I don't usually listen to the originals. I usually look for like remixes and shit like that. Eddie, I'll let you go. Dude, um, it's honestly one of the things that I've been like debating about like lately. I don't listen to a lot of video game soundtracks. I like video mm-hmm. game soundtracks, but I can't say that I often like go into like, oh, I want to listen to this song or this soundtrack from time to time. I, I just don't do it. Um, right. If I had to pick one, it's probably anything Street Fighter because they're instantly recognizable and I can bop my head to it. Third Strike's album's really good. Uh, yeah, fucking I've got my old streaming playlist. Uh, it's just a compilation of all my favorite soundtracks from fighting games. Mm-hmm. Third Strike yep. and even Street Fighter Five. Some tracks from Street Fighter Five are very well done. But I, I love Third Strike's music. It is so fucking good. 
I have the 25th anniversary a Street Fighter uh, collector's yeah. edition for 360, and it has physical uh, it has physical discs of all the soundtracks from all the games, and there's shit tons. It has like two or three discs for Third yeah, Strike. That's sick. It's really that's really the one cool. that came with it's the really, uh, it's really really good the Ryu movie. statue, right? Yeah. I have it. Uh, I think I might have put it back in the box, but I have it somewhere around yeah. here. Yeah, it lights yeah. up too. The Hadouken. No, no, the Shuriken and it comes base. with the. Does it come yeah. with the black belt? Is that the one that came with the black belt? Reused black belt. I think yeah. so. That or it came with a headband. No, Street, uh, Street Fighter Four is the one that came with the headband. Yeah. Okay. That I, I mean, it's like I own this, but I don't know anything <laughs> about it. So. <laughs> uh, I mean. I'm gonna let you guys guess what the obvious one for me is. Mega Man's. It's Mega Man. Oh, X. I thought it was Enter the Gungeon. That's my go-to. Uh, no, there's only like real one really good song that I like off the Enter the Gungeon. It's surprisingly I didn't buy the vinyl when it was released. Uh, but no, Mega Man X One is like hands down. Like I will listen to the originals. I will listen to remixes. There's an OCRemix.org uh, album called Maverick Rising. It's a five disc remix compilation album of Mega Man X1 games all the way up to Mega Man X8 games. Wow. And it's very, very, very good. I recommend anyone to go get it because it is free. And, uh, but no, that's my go-to. I was thinking to, uh, the, I mean, because I've been playing it recently, I really like the, uh, Metal Gear Rising soundtrack. It's good. Metal Gear Rising soundtrack's really It's good. good. And then I really like the Scott Pilgrim, the game music, the Anamanaguchi album. I'm Legend Dragoon music's fine, but there's only like three tracks that I'll listen to. on. There's only like fucking seven tracks in the entire game. There's no, there's like 30, but a lot of them are small little snippets. Yeah, that doesn't count. Like, okay, so it's on the soundtrack. There's like, there's (laughs) two battle musics. There's two boss musics. Okay, so there's four. They've got like those are the ones. They've got like three different town music tracks, yeah. and then they've got like two cave bullshits, and then the Virage. And then they got the serious music, where it's all fucking crazy and stuff. But no, uh, I don't even listen. Like I'm trying. I'm trying to look through my liked songs that I have. Oh, oh, oh! Why did I not oh. pick this? I love every fucking. Every fucking song on the game is Donkey Kong Country 2. Gross. Like, that game's fucking baller. It's so good. But there you go. There's some answers. If you... I mean, I don't have any uh, anything no. else. So <laughs> That's pretty much it. We can talk about individual tracks, but yeah, like, as far as, like, soundtracks, yeah. Anything Street Fighter, basically, for me. Nice. Uh, recently, if you guys have never checked it out, there uh, it's from the Capcom sound team on Spotify. They have a Monster Hunter Jazz uh, Orchestra remix album that is a lot of the Monster Hunter music, but in uh, jazz. And I, for people that don't know, I'm, I really like jazz music. It's, I've always had a fondness of it. It might be because I'm from the Memphis area and, you know, blues has heavy jazz and all that stuff in it and all that. So, no, if you guys are interested in something like that, go check it out. get you a bee costume for Christmas. Hey. A bee costume? There's a meme in there. I'll let you find it. Uh, Scotty Moe show okay. <laughs> asks, New York City probably has been in movies more times than any other city. What fictional New York City would you want to leave in? Uh, TMNT, Ghostbusters, Marvel, the sky is the limit. I want 
the grungy New York, which I don't know if Chris will correct me if I'm wrong on this, but from the Warriors, I love that dirty ass old school, like dirty New York. You want to live in New York before Giuliani cleaned up. You want to live in New York during the (laughs) seventies. Yeah. It's fucked up. (laughs) Okay. I don't know if I would, I don't know if I want to live in it. I just like the look of it. Let's just say that. Okay. I like the dirty it's, grungy. It was rough back in the day, and there's still aspects in New it York really that are rough. very similar to that. Um, it's really yeah. rough. You'll be okay. I don't know about my. I have to make sure I stay in my block. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie's stuck in Spanish Harlem with the good food. <laughs> Eddie's too afraid to leave a stoop. I don't know if anyone's gonna get that. No, I, I, get it. I, get it. I didn't. I didn't laugh at it, but I got it. Oh, stupid! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even say the you didn't even say the meme right. <laughs> anyway, um, it's hard saying this because you're from I'm there. from New York, <laughs> and everything that you've like kind of alluded to, I've seen that, and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I. I I'm watching it through the film eye, all right? <laughs> so. You know, like, I – there's parts of New York that I re- – I like New – okay. I miss New York from when it was back in, like, 2011. It's weird. I can't say, like, any type of New York is, like, the ideal one. Well, I – You know what I mean? You also have to, like, look at the – not – maybe not looking at, like – because mine was a very real choice. But, like, you don't have to pick a real one. I also don't know all the – crazy movies that new york is in like okay yeah new york and ghostbusters was just new york in the 80s but there was a building ghost yeah and it was in the 80s yeah they well there was a building that was like oh this is a fucking they built it as a ghost receptor tower or some shit i don't know it's stupid i gotta remember what it is okay uh i mm, i don't know i almost said enter the spider-verse but kingpin into the spider-verse Kingpin fucking built a super collider that almost blew up the city, and I don't want any part of that. So right, I don't know this, but that world looked. Well, that's cool. what it comes. It down did, to, right? It did. If, if everything was in the aesthetic of End of the Spider Verse, a comic book, I, I'd be down for it. That's one of my favorite fucking things about that movie. So, so, so that, so that answer uh, is valid because you could literally say the End of the Spider Verse, New York, in that art yeah. style. Yeah, if if life yeah. was like that, I'd be down with it. Yeah. You still need to watch the Mitchells versus the Machines because a lot of the animators from Into the Spider. I know I've only seen parts of it, and it's all from what I've seen. It's all very good. It's the the jokes are like grade A comedy. Like they're very good. <laughs> Sick. I'm here for it. What's Eddie's choice? Uh, Escape from New York, dude, hands down. I mean. <laughs> I was wondering if you were gonna pick no. it. Yeah, I was gonna pick it no. first, but I was like, that one's a little no, crazy. Dude, the hell like, least, no! Like I wanted to go with the no, Warriors. I, I, the first one that came across was the Warriors, honestly. And I was just like, nah, I'm like, I don't want to yeah. live in that era because it's like the same thing when I say when I used to tell people like, oh, if I could go to any time period, I'd go back to the fifties. The fifties would have sucked for me because mm-hmm. I. Well, Chris and I can go anywhere in time. Yes, I can. I, I <laughs> majority majority so uh yeah like yeah. the warriors was the first one and then i thought i like, escaped from new york but i'm like that new york i don't want to live in i'm like at all that one might be scarier than 
the yeah, Warriors. Yeah, 100%. Like. So, uh, I did think of the Spider-Verse one, too. But, uh, no, it ultimately comes down to, uh, uh, I wouldn't mind living in the Men in Black New York. Because aliens That's a shit. good one. Okay. Like That's a good the, one. The aliens. Yeah, yeah that was funny one. and comical. Yeah. yeah. I assuming, like assuming, right, that it's just one of those, it's the New York that, like, I know these aliens exist, or whether I'm in the agency or not, but, like, I would love to live in that universe of the possibility that, like, you could see shit, and they are mm-hmm. around you. I mean, the government's confirmed it, and we, the American people are just like, yeah. hey, that was last week's <laughs> news, so, <laughs> that's what pulls my mind, they basically said, yeah, UFOs are real, and we're just like, we were so like, fuck that. Like what's going on on Instagram? Yeah. Like, uh, anyway. Well, yeah, no, that would be that would be the New Yorker. Anyway, well, there you go, there you go, Mr. Scotty. So, you know, I've never seen Escape from New York. I've seen Escape from L.A. It's that was New York's much. That better. New York was dumb is, fucking money. I money movie. There's yeah. a lot of quiet, like slow moments in uh, in New York, but you don't have the fucking. Like playing basketball, and that then, shit like, was fucking so fucking. D- he he just yeeted that from across the fucking. Mm. People that like Escape from New York, damn L.A. They're just like, no, nah, that movie's you not know, good. It's not even good in like a it's fun so, way. It's it's crazy because I saw Escape from L.A. first too, and I used to be like, a and I was like, yeah, have. this movie fucking is awesome and it rocks, like blah blah blah. And I used to defend it to the T, and then I saw New York, and I was just like damn this abomination that has escaped from LA like it's yes. so bad after seeing New York and New York has like so many Lee Van Cleef alone it's fucking amazing in that one he's the it was he's the, 15 uh, years later too I didn't know that yeah Lee Van Cleef is basically yeah. the uh, the guy the commander the guy that's commanding Snake uh, yeah, Pliskin, yeah. Uh, Kuros's yeah. character and and then you like watch the whole thing and you're like LA is basically New York on LSD or something. I don't know how to even describe it because it's just terrible. It's just terrible. <laughs> it, it's the first one is like, now don't get me wrong. The first one is slow in parts. It's very slow. There are like very long shots of snake, just like walking. And it's just kind of like showing you what the environment looks like. I like that shit in movies. I like, I'm a sucker for good matte paintings and I'm a sucker for very good practical effects. And this was right in the middle of all that shit. So that's why I love that. I mean, I love the thing, all that shit. So, but no, it's weird because Kurt Russell, like, and I I could go and talk about this for hours, but I'm going to cut it short. But like, the thing was the first role that Kurt Russell actually like acted in. Because if you look at like Big Trouble in Little China, he's doing a John Wayne impression, like a majority of the movie. In Escape from New York, he's doing a Clint, uh, Clint Eastwood impression the whole time. So, uh, Kurt Russell's one of those actors that I'm like, I like Kurt Russell. Like, Kurt Russell's never given me a reason to not like him. He's been in some shit movies, like The Overboard and The Poseidon Adventure or whatever it was. <laughs> I know, a lot but, of people would fight you on fucking Overboard. I don't disagree with you. I don't particularly care for that movie. But, like, a lot of people like Overboard. That's fine. Bring it on. I'll be all right. (laughs) But no. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that. Neat. All right. Uh, Wrapping up. Eddie, what have you got doing on this week? Uh, Assuming that the internet works. (laughs) Yeah, assuming that the internet works and and holds up, then uh, we'll hopefully be done with Metal Gear. 
uh, this week. I hope. Metal Gear. Uh, if and then I really don't have anything else going on. I'm trying to think. Uh, the city's opening up. You know, like potent. How does that make you makes feel? Makes you feel good. It's good. It's nice. Things are moving. Okay. Things are progressing and stuff like that. Like, you know, I mentioned it earlier. There's like possibility of job opportunities and stuff like that happening. So um, I think that's really good. That's good. Uh, but yeah, I don't really have anything else going on aside from the streaming stuff, man. It's just I'm kind of in like that stagnant spot right now where personally there's life situations that I'm kind of waiting just to fall into place to take me to the next step. You're playing the waiting yeah. game. So that's basically yeah. it. So, yeah, my week is basically going to consist of uh, The Sopranos, uh, streaming. I will be, you know, working on this pad- this podcast tonight. This podcast. Pa- oh, that podcast yeah. right there. I'll be working on this podcast tonight. <laughs> and then I got to—I really got to dip my toes into the uh, Filmora. I got to do this trailer. I got to work on this thing, man. I'm like, I tried it out. Once you get in there... Once you get in there and start figuring how stuff yeah. works, you're going to be like, oh, this is yeah. fun. Because I got I got Photoshop, I got Filmora, and I'm still using fucking Paint.3D and, and fucking <laughs> Windows, <laughs> Windows editing, video That's editor great, and shit. So, but no, yeah. Eddie, let me ask you, where can they, if people want to tune into your streams. You can find me on most social media platforms, including Twitch TV, under Eddie underscore Fuerte. That's where you can find me. Yeah. There you go. Awesome. All right, Chris, what are you doing? I beat you. Uh, <laughs> fucking, I've I've got some administrative bullshit with Mega Visions that we're hashing out. I'm going to be playing Guilty Gear Strive. I'm going to be playing this game that I cannot say what it is yet. Uh, but there are two reviews coming inbound from me, and then after that, I'm actually postponing the Katana Zero video. I'm going to have that set for God July. Damn it. I told you what it was. Uh, because I've already got the footage for this new game, and I'm going to hopefully have that out by the end of the month. Cool. Yep. I'm going on vacation, so fuck y'all. There you go. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Nope, I will be I will be lurking in streams. I'm probably going to play, depending on, like, what we do. Like, I'm, I'm taking my work laptop and my personal laptop, so I'll be able to, like, I might sneak in some Final Fantasy fourteen. I would like to play a little bit of Mighty Goose. Check that out, because I might... Megavisions might try to do something with that. We don't know yet. Uh, but no, I'm going to try and fucking disconnect and just have a good fucking time. Nice. Okay. You deserve it. Because that's uh, it's been it's been over a year. Almost a year and a half that I haven't had an actual vacation. So I'm down. Hell yeah. Alright, well Easy day. We that's gonna be it from us. Take it easy and have fun. Bye. Hey Eddie, <laughs> <get> here. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you, future Eddie. <laughs>